Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, Grave Robber. DJ will be here a little bit late, and today's episode is brought to you by Jose Canseco's Gun Safety Course. Oh, Ten shit. fingers guaranteed every time. Use code I missed one for ten percent off. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm still trying to get in touch with the uh, PR representative over at uh, ElChipoBoats.com. Uh, you, I don't know. I don't know, man. Their 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 customer service number sometimes comes up as a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> When I get drunk, I watch Mexicans and Filipinos talk about games. Yeah. Oh, right. Make killers on a KTS. What is that? Huh? What is that? So, because we were talking about Dead by Daylight for a second, and then she Uh says, okay, that's my favorite, but the goal of the game is to make killers on a KTS. Korean transsexuals? Oh, okay. Gotcha. In other words, just to be as toxic as possible. And then, you know what? That's fine. Dead by Daylight is like that. I've played it several times. But uh, yeah, let's... maybe it's one of those games where, like, if I have the right group, it would be worth playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, the few times I've played it with people, it's been fun. Um, uh, she says I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's been fun. It's been fun. Like the few times I played with like several people, but like other than that, I I just do not enjoy it when I'm by myself. Yeah. Uh, like Grand Theft Auto Five, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got to be in a group. Like I've never even played the the main fucking game, but I've played online a lot. Hmm. So, but let's go ahead and head to the wrap up. What have you been up to this week? What have you been doing? I have been working. Damn, it's like I say the same shit every week. <clears throat> one of these days is gonna be like what have you been up to this week what have you been doing i won the fucking lottery bitch <laughs> um <laughs> dead man i'm buying a castle in ireland and that's where we're gonna film all the videos Woo! <laughs> um yeah i've been working and playing red dead doing a lot of fishing on red dead i don't know why i just want I, when i play the game i just want to fish right um and let's see oh me and some buddies went out yesterday and it was pretty cool we went and did the omni arena vr and uh shot a bunch of zombies i killed 420 all right (laughs) um then went to the batting cage and realized that you know mid-30s dudes that like baseball but haven't played since they were kids suck at batting cages especially at night uh, and then we gave up on that and played mini golf and then had Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner. I mean, it was a pretty eventful night. Yeah, damn. Wow. Yeah. I I have been snowed in in the Midwest, so I haven't done much of fuck all. I played some Division, been playing Battlefield 2042 before and after uh, the update. And uh, the update didn't fix much. <laughs> it, <laughs> it didn't do much. Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, played some Division and I bought the ghostbusters uh game ghostbusters nice. the game re- remake it was only six bucks so i was like why not and um other than that just been trying to work you know what i mean but i was but like i said i also got done about three hours of dialogue that i had fucked up and just deleted on my other computer 
but I mean, I got it all. I I didn't get it all back. I just re-recorded it all. Uh, so that's that was fun. <laughs> that's what you should spice your life up. Batting cages are still fun though, but it starts to hurt. Says Ash. I mean, yes. Yesterday when I was eating my chicken wings, I was trying to figure out how I fucked up my elbow. And I was like, I couldn't believe that I could actually injure myself playing mini golf. And I was like, oh, that's right. If I would have made just... contact, if I would have made contact with one of those balls, it would have gone to the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, like, I it's even... weird. Right? I could when still you... bunt like a motherfucker, though. <laughs> you know, it's like when you when when they when you hear like MMA coaches and they're like throwing those punches that don't land cost mm-hmm. more energy than the ones that do. So that's why they always try to hit is because, yeah, like trying to recoil that arm and everything else like that. When you don't hit, it's it's a lot of energy. So, you know, getting it back sucks. So (laughs) but I mean, other than that, I've been uh, been shopping for some stuff for the show, trying to get like cheap light options, trying to get like cheap desk options for like you and other people Uh, for DJ. I've also been trying to help some other somebody else launch a podcast. So that's also been a different thing. And uh, season two of Dark Charm Presents is now uh, under underway for being into into production. We haven't recorded anything, but there's going to be more stories that I have written and participated in coming up. So that's going to be really interesting because <laughs> the next story that I have written, uh, like for my whole little my whole little spiel, is going to be really good in my opinion. And so that's always that's always going to be like really interesting what's up oh i said nice i mean but we do have a we do have some stuff to cover it was free four month last month so uh what is dark charm presents dark charm presents is an audio drama series that i help i help and voice act in i play about four or five parts <laughs> including uh uh bad guys i played the devil one time i played krampus i played a professional rest i played two professional wrestlers uh a funeral director (laughs) is that the one where you were like the time traveler and you came through the portal and landed on your keys or is that what was that a different one that was a different one yeah that was a different one uh yeah that that was uh pointless discussions i did that in. Mm. so yeah that was the, the hunt for the buttered bentley this is what it was called yeah uh spotify yeah it is on spotify you can find it just search just search dark charm presents and uh it will be either it'll be either a crow silhouette or a, or a dude with a, a black silhouette outline and uh yeah like you can hear some of the some of the stuff i've written on there i wrote like cat and mouse uh, I've helped write some fun with dirt episodes. I helped write Momcula, which is kind of like a like a superhero thing that happens. Uh, Isn't that that lady from Resident Evil? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that that is that is just straight mommy, <laughs> right? Though that's such a backfire too. They're like, oh, we'll go off of their their old, you know, like childhood bondings with their mother, but we'll make her a nine foot giant vampire that's trying to kill you. <laughs> Turns out, a lot of us got a lot more mommy issues than we're comfortable with. Yep. 
<laughs> and um, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's on there. Uh, Danny Atwell uh, is one of the main writers, and he plays my he plays the character Leaf on the ones that I write, which is an LGBT couple that's just monsters. And I guess that's the best way to describe it. Like you've heard you've heard one, right? One or two. Um, probably, but like over a year ago, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, check check them out. Uh, we need all the support on that one we can get, and uh, (laughs) so that's under that's under production. And I did a huge rewrite to a story yesterday before that starts going into script form. So that was awesome. But anyways, let's go ahead. What's up? I got this new soap that I'm really interested to try out tonight before bed. What is it? Dove Men Plus Care. So it's a moisturizing soap, right? Uh-huh. But also it's an exfoliating soap. It's got um, activated charcoal and clay. <clears throat> yeah, which is good because, you know, I get the fucking like metal dust deep in my pores. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you are a welder, so. Yeah, well, like our viewers wouldn't even know this by watching the show, but. I'm actually Caucasian. No, you're not. <clears throat> you can't tell by the way I talk. <laughs> <laughs> by the way you walk, you're a ladies' man. No time to talk. No time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into our let's get into our stories because we do have some stuff to cover. All right. So this is something you and I talked about a little while ago, and that is the idea of cross-platforming not being exactly fair but at the same time we've also discussed the idea that it's not really as bad as people make it out to be i don't know it's kind of fucking annoying when you're playing fps games granted because it is way easier to point and shoot with a mouse than it is with a controller i mean also granted like like there there are some stuff that are easier on controllers like I've, i've been i play with both well, like you know, driving like, simulators and stuff, like Need for Speed and shit. You oh, know, yeah. it's easier yeah. to like control the trigger as the gas pedal than it is, you know, to control like a fucking W key or a left click. Yeah, like at least the potentiometer. You yeah, know what I mean? like you know, you can put it halfway in, halfway out, so that way, you know, you can gauge how fast you're going. You don't just slam it down like you would a mouse button or something. Yeah, you like, can there's do there's some, no like hello Tokyo drift stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's no there's no potentiometers on on anything pc you know but i i do have like, dude i do have my my controller hooked up <laughs> fucking i just oh dude what i'm gonna make a thing and we're gonna sell it through the vt network twitter what? i'm gonna make a fucking mechanical mouse uh-huh. with that has potentiometers in the clicks just for already, racing. They already make them, dude. Fuck! Well, so there goes my dreams of being a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, search it up, though. They're, they're cool. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's... Xbox players are fed up with forced game crossplay against PC gamers. Xbox players can't escape some PC cheaters. I used to say that PC was riddled with cheaters, but honestly, over the last five years with Call of Duty and Battlefield, it's no longer just an exclusive PC issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but no, at the same is... time, like servers like Call of Duty servers have gotten so good with their fucking cheat bots that they're banning people that aren't even cheating. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> strong vapes around grave rubber. Yeah, that's what he does. You should hear him. Oh, that's you not hear even he... the strong one. This one? No, that one's not even the... No, he, he mutes it because... That. Yeah. And once the fog had passed, their destiny was revealed. Anyways. <laughs> That's so, why I mute it when I do the other one. Yes, I know. Players and are growing I, increasingly... eat potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're growing increasingly uh, frustrated at being forced to play against PC gamers. Uh, while crossplay was initially a popular request from from both sides that Microsoft has backed strongly for years, the, those playing first-person shooters on Xbox are struggling to opt out of the experience to avoid PC cheaters. Mm-hmm. And again, I would I would say that this has to be with a touch of caution because it's no longer a PC, just a, a PC exclusive issue. Like, not at all. Well, and honestly, what I've always wanted out of cross-play was not, like, Xbox to PC. I wanted, like, Xbox to PlayStation. You know, because, like, me and a friend will have the same fucking game and be fucking bomb at it, but he's got PS4, I got Xbox One. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of missed that. Well, I thought I fucking put this on silent. My bad, guys. <laughs> so again, I took like my shot from... at an old friend on Snapchat, and now she's typing back, and I'm kind of Fuck nervous. <laughs> uh, Warzone, Halo Infinite, for <clears throat> Xbox players to match against PC players. Uh, you don't have to look very far to see why people are angry about it. Now cheating is in Halo, and is confirmed on PC. Like, you could finally cheat on Halo. Jesus Christ! No, it's been. been like, I think it was like week two. Uh, a lot of people are saying forced crossplays is scanned by Microsoft. And Microsoft's Halo Waypoint uh, forums forced crossplay is a mistake. I mean, like, no, dude, like, you guys wanted this. Everybody fucking wanted this. Now, now you got it, and you're like, I don't want it no more. Like, get, no, get I wanted to be it. able to play with my friends that have PlayStation. I get that, but PlayStation is the one dragging their feet, not Xbox. Yeah. Um. So. Because Warzone and uh, Infinite are free-to-play titles, they are suffering a lot of hackers and cheaters, but the same thing happened with Fortnite, and that's why Fortnite kind of fell off the map, is because, honestly, it was just so riddled, it was impossible to play anymore. So do you yeah. think this is where these are going? I don't know. Honestly, I don't care if all the problems stay in Fortnite. I think that's fine. Well, I mean, do you think this is that's where these two games are heading is the Fortnite route like it's so riddled with players with hackers probably dude i mean about three months before vanguard came out the fucking was it cold war yeah yeah cold war was just becoming un like unplayable like tell me why when i see the kill cam the dude throws a tomahawk from his spawn and it goes through the roof and three walls and then hits me right in the head. I couldn't tell you, man. I don't know. Exactly. Shit like that. So, like, I'll, okay, I'll use hacks now on things like, oh, what is it? Uh, Black Ops 2 multiplayer. <laughs> because if you're still playing Black Ops 2 multiplayer like legitimately 
Yeah. And you're not bored. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, I mean, like I, I use like some slight stuff for like stuff that I don't play online. Like I, I've been playing, I've been playing Breath of the Wild on my PC just yeah. to start a new game. But I have little, you know, modifications like infinite arrows and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, like story mode mods is what I love. Honestly, I, I really yeah. don't care about multiplayer mods. Like, bro, my fucking Skyrim and my Fallout Four are so modded they they would be unrecognizable to somebody. <laughs> like, okay, Fallout, in 4, Fallout yeah. Four, I have a mod where the mini nukes when they explode. Instead of making an explosion noise, it goes. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> I fucking love What's it. it? <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh man, you know. And in Skyrim, I have like the Game of Thrones swords and Superman armor. Like, wow. Just because it's fun. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, and, and mods and single player stuff like that. I don't really mind them, but you know, when when you're fucking up people's experiences, and I don't, I don't, I don't approve of it. Yeah. Uh, but Activision finally added a new anti-cheat system in October with a kernel level driver to catch PC cheaters, and it's been pretty successful. But people have already worked around it, so you know, it's it's kind of it's weird. Okay, but so they catch the cheater and then they get banned. But is it a username ban? Is it a hardware ban? And if it's a hardware ban, then what do they do? Just switch out a graphics card and then they don't recognize the hardware and you just keep cheating. Like No, there's there's all there's already different ways to cheat that. There there is IP spoofs even if it's an IP uh, uh ban, you just you just switch out. You get a new IP. Yeah. So, VPN that shit. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of ways to just get around that. But I mean I, I wish I could feel for them, but I'm like, everybody wanted this. Everybody wanted this. Everybody wanted cross-play. Everybody wanted this, this arena to happen. And now... Now, now, now the PC just, Master Race is ruining it for everybody. I don't know, and like I said, it's not. It's not just the PC Master Race because in Halo Infinite, more more, more people are being cheated on. Uh, more people are using cheats on the consoles than they are on the goddamn PCs. That's crazy to me like yeah yeah you'll never catch me doing a jtag xbox or dumb shit like that because these consoles are fucking expensive dude yeah and i ain't trying to buy a new one because i got fucking serial number banned or buy a new one because i fucking downloaded a virus so i could get the fucking senpai fucking skins that like you know like i'm just not doing it yeah, I'll just do offline mods and story mode because it's fun. Yeah, I mean, and and they're they're giving several examples here. Um, a lot of a lot of PC players say that aim assist on controllers is way overpowered. I've seen some videos that do demonstrate that, but I've also I also know for a fact that keyboard and mouse is a little bit more faster. Not much, all right. There's not there isn't a, there isn't a fucking world of difference from somebody who does still play on consoles. And for somebody who also plays on, uh, on 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 controllers, it's not that big of a difference. It's not it's not this massive gap that either one thinks. You know what I mean? But well, you know, when you're pointing, say you're pointing at a, a detail in a picture, do you point like this, or do you point like this? 
Well, which is more I mean, natural for your body to move and adjust. Like, truth so I've been playing. I've been playing video games since the eighties. So doing this and also shooting like this, like getting getting your thumb where you want to go, it's pretty natural to me. And Mike Smith says so they can kick off a console. Like if you bought a used one that is banned, you would get fu- yes. yes, yes, that is a console ban and. That's one of the things that they have trouble with, like, especially at GameStop, because what's the easiest way to offload a piece of video game equipment? You know, pawn shops probably won't take them because you get like 30 bucks for it, you know, but yeah, it is possible to buy a used console that has been banned on a server and you can't play that server just because you have the console. So, yeah, I mean, cheaters ruining it for everybody, honestly, like. Yeah, they do, and, and and it's gotten so bad. And like and like I said, I, I I want to I want to say that you know this is a PC problem, but it's not because you and I both play consoles, and you and I have both seen console games ruined by fucking cheaters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like when we, Black Ops we were in the dark new, zone, they had the hack lobbies and everything. Yeah, when we were in the dark zone just a week or two ago, and that dude yeah. was was straight up fucking hacking. We were like. What the fuck? Yeah, just straight up bullet sponged. Like, yeah. So, and like, honestly, what do you even gain? I don't know from cheating on online multiplayer. Like, I don't know. It's it's they're they're gonna see how your stats leveled up. You're not gonna make it MLG. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know what the point is. I I really don't. I mean, like, I like I could maybe understand if they were trying to collect like exotics and stuff like that. But we were just random dudes getting in loot. Yeah. Right? Like, there was no damn business. Yeah. (laughs) And those guys just literally swept in, wiped all six of us out in seconds, and then just ran off. Didn't even take our loot. Yeah. So it was was fucking stupid. Literally just griefing. So moving on from that, though, because, like I said, it's not a PC problem. It's a... It is a a video game problem. problem right now. Yeah. So moving on from that shit. Uh... Did my monitor get twisted? Yeah, it did. All right, so let's move on to this story. Why Xbox Game Pass rightfully rejects the Spotify model. What is the Spotify model? It's that chick that wears the black and green Lycra suit. Oh. I <laughs> uh, mean, Spotify's in some deep shit right now with the whole Joe Rogan thing. So... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If this is a, a good comparison right now. You know, you're fucking munching during the show again. <laughs> Eat my uh, ass, dead man. Shut up. So, by design, Spotify's goal is to feature literally every scrap of music ever written in one vast and gigantic library. Backed earlier by record labels, fearful fearful of music piracy, the effect has certainly had some undesirable set consequences, especially for independent musicians and smaller artists. While there are studies that show that piracy has decreased as a result of streaming services like Spotify, the royalty payouts on Spotify are often laughably bad. And this is something we talked about a little while ago with Mustard and uh, with DJ being, you know, producers and behind the board and just exactly how much, like, because DJ always says, oh, I'm going to buy that song. I'm going to buy the, buy that album. And we keep telling him, dude, it's you give the artist more money and support the more the artist more by streaming by streaming their songs yeah stream it over and over and over again and 
especially on a service like Amazon Music, like uh, Apple Music is especially good for uh, for artists, but Spotify usually is the one that fucks people, and it's because for the paid subscription that it is, it doesn't really pay out that much. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it says here, you would need to accrue millions upon millions of streams to even earn the most basic living wage on Spotify, and it's made all the more opaque by the fact that Spotify doesn't actually pay a fixed price per stream. Hmm. Yeah. You're given a share based on the overall streaming uh, throughout on a rolling basis. So when mega pop stars grab a bigger share due to a viral hit in any other particular period, your payout where your payout will generally be even lower than usual. And that's kind of like where the issue comes in. So, like, so yeah, the mega pop star gets more streams, so they get a part of your cut. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. So these painful realities in the music business are often cited in criticism of game pass where spotify used a doomsday example scenario to describe where the video game industry could be headed game pass is different though as long as microsoft stays the course the way it has spearheaded what game subscription services look like should serve to benefit devs uh, rather than hinder them and this is actually something that's kind of been happening with 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 game pass and xbox is the more they acquire the more the more uh you know work these companies have been getting you know yeah so I'm I'm wondering if like where they're going or because like Spotify has exclusive artists, so they get exclusive deals and shit like that. But do you think maybe that you know using Game Pass and ex- as an example maybe will drive Spotify and other services to be a little bit more generous with their earnings? Probably not. Spotify is going to do whatever the fuck they want to do because they're Spotify. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well you know this is working for us so if that works for you just keep it over there <laughs> we're making money <laughs> uh the, the spotify to game pass comparison has always been a clunky one i mean you're literally comparing music to video games yeah i know <laughs> spotify is an all you can eat buffet type deal where users sit and spotify barely uphold any kind of spotify the walmart of music sort not really it's like a it's like that five dollar all you can eat lunch menu downtown <laughs> oh ponderosa you know yeah you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> between 11 and one yeah yeah five bucks all you can eat Food's not that great, but you know, whatever. But the five uh, bucks doesn't include the drink, which is like two seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> By comparison, Game Pass is designed as an on ramp to further spending as a supplementary system rather than an exclusive, exclusive, exclusory one. A what? I don't know. Exclusive. So, yeah, exactly. Is that a word? I don't. Th- I don't know. Shouldn't there be like an N or something in there? I think like an exclusionary one or an inclusory yeah. one. Like I don't I think they got the word literally switched halfway through. Hmm. But I mean correct, it was never duck. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody ever told me I want to duck you, you know. <laughs> I'm so tired of your ducking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to duck you till you can't think like what not no no uh either way i don't think this is a 
I don't think this is a fair comparison. And okay, I'll okay. tell you, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because honestly, right now Xbox is leading the the charge right now with not only developers being bought, but with the quality of game that they're offering for their service. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just a bunch of like little tiny indie games. There's, there's some fucking triple A games being offered. Yeah. Like first day, like fucking Halo. Fucking Halo is a literal triple A dev title. You know what? Just for funsies, let's see what is available on Game Pass right now. Yeah, I can do the same thing. Just, just for funsies. For funsies. All right, Xbox Game Pass. There's over a hundred, but we'll just go with some triple A examples uh let's see alien isolation yes among us among us <laughs> the entire banjo kazooie collection banjo kazooie uh of course you got batman arkham knight um arkham knight wasn't that good but i mean it's part of the arkham series so yeah and then you get like city skylines uh I think you get weird ones like Cricket 19. Who asked for a cricket video game? Somebody. <clears throat> Look, Dead by Daylight is on there, which reminds yeah. me I need I need to download that. Um Dirt 5. Doom. Doom. Uh, yes. Doom Eternal Doom. fucking yeah. Yeah. Doom. Doom 1993. Doom 64. Doom 2. Doom 3. Doom Eternal. Yes. Game Pass. Game Pass. Fucking Morrowind. Elder Scrolls Five, Elder Scrolls Online, the the Evil Within One and Two, like all oh, games 4, you can't Fallout. fucking finish. <laughs> yeah, Fallout Three, Four, and Seventy Six, and New Vegas, fucking Farming Simulator. I remember when that shit was like super popular. The entire Gears of War fucking series is on here. Is Game Pass like having premium YouTube free stuff plus no ads? Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, kind of. You know, and like. So- hundreds of games they put new ones in take old ones out there's a bunch of cool indie games on here there is like layers of fear i really liked uh, i beat it in like 30 minutes but it was a game about different types of like depressive mental issues yeah so like yeah, anxiety yeah. and depression and shit like that like this weird game i want to check out my friend pedro like game pass that is was actually i think that was a fun one totally worth it you know and I have it, and uh, but like, but like I was saying, is it a fair comparison? Not really, because no, not at all. I would, because like Spotify doesn't doesn't offer lossless uh, music, which is kind of stupid. And there's been this argument lately, like, oh well, lossless music can't even play over Bluetooth headphones, and it's like, yes, it will. yes, the fuck it can. Like I, what, <laughs> like like this whole fucking lossless thing and and Bluetooth, but anyways. What what Xbox is offering does not compare to Spotify. I think Spotify is like McDonald's and, and like Game Pass is at least like Golden Golden Corral. I mean, Game Pass isn't that grungy though. <laughs> it's not that good, but it's not that bad. Like it'll yeah, Spotify is like McDonald's and Game Pass is one step under Chile. What's the Lord's Chicken? chick-fil-a yeah also when you think about it they should just have like a part-time atheist staff to work on sundays like for what for chick-fil-a oh i know people that don't believe in anything they're just doing they're just doing chick-fil-a stuff 
Yeah. <laughs> they they really like fucking Polynesian sauce, you know? Like... <laughs> Non-believer Sundays. Exactly, dude. Church it's folk not going to be served by the same pass. It's not going to be served yeah. by the same people. These guys don't believe in shit, but you're still going to get your Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Still get your sweet tea and your Chick-fil-A sauce, which is just honey mustard mixed with mayonnaise. No, honey, uh, like, it's honey barbecue mixed with mayonnaise. That's all it is. Oh, like I Paul figured Stein's that out on service. accident. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I won't, yeah. But speaking of supply and demand, though, Sony is still producing more PS4s because the PS5 demand is still just not being met. And there was a there was a video that went viral this week about uh, somebody uh, standing outside of somebody else's house with literally, uh, God, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 fucking PS5s and Xbox Series Xs. <laughs> like, I, I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, the amount of comments I saw in that video that were straight up, like, just fucking rob them. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, dude, wow. But it wasn't Mr. Beast. No, no, no. It was just a, it was some normal people on their phones with stacks of PS5s and, and Xboxes. And even the guy taking the video was like, and you all wonder why you can't find them in fucking stores. But the thing is, yeah, what are they going to do with them? Sell them? Resell them for, for like, like I told you, dude, like in the fucking pawn shop, it was $1,000. For a PS5, a thousand fucking dollars. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. Like, ridiculous. come the fuck on, dude. And these people, like, you can go right now. You can go right now on, on on your phone on Facebook Market and look up PS5, Xbox Series X. These motherfuckers still have them listed at a thousand something dollars. It is fucking ridiculous. So, it's 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 bad. Yes, I know YouTube. I know someone's on my fucking account. Chill. <laughs> so instead of doing something like, I don't know, requiring a two-step verification process, instead of requiring an active PlayStation account to buy one, or instead of, you, you know, something like that, there there's, <laughs> there's all sorts of shit that they could be doing. I mean, I'm finding PS5s for 500 bucks on Marketplace. Yeah, I have yet to find one in my area. Brand new 675. Or somebody that has a stack of them and then it's 500 each. Yeah. And I mean, let me check. Let me check mine. Hold on. Let me see. Well, I'm checking shipping and local. Like, I'm just checking local. Uh, local Let's, not in my town they ain't even heard of that this is i ain't nothing up here what's a sony plus five what's a plus five <laughs> all right let's oh, see yeah. let's see xbox series s uh 250 dollars uh no i'm sorry 350 There's one for six seventy five a PS five in Cape Coral. Somebody's trying to pass off 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 of one X for the last generation for three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh hell no, dude! Series S five hundred dollars. Series S five hundred dollars. 
Series S uh, 250, 250, 300 for another Series S. Yo, 625 for a Series X and Fort Myers, though. Yeah, six. I'm seeing 625. I'm seeing 700, 700. I might have to check that out. Yeah, this is, and people are still, and people buy them. People buy them at these fucking scalper prices, and uh, it, it it just feeds the goddamn market. And like I said, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to stop this shit, don't buy anything at scalper prices. Let them fucking rot. Let them fucking rot in that garage until they're not worth a goddamn thing. Hmm. Like now, these fuckers. See, it's are... weird for me that like you know six seventy five is like a scalper price for an Xbox. Yeah, because I remember when the PS3 was like six hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, like, and that was what two hundred and fifty gigabytes of memory. <laughs> yeah, six hundred dollars for the two fifty six gig. Uh, yeah. So on my next smashing grab, leave the stakes and jewelry. Go for the playstations. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the jewelry. Take the stakes and the playstations. I yeah. mean, a dude's got to eat. So you can have some steak and have some PlayStation. Hell yeah. But, I mean, it, it, instead of doing something about... And when the PlayStation overheats, you can cook the steak on it. And just flip it over. So <laughs> <laughs> instead of doing something like a two-step verification purchase process or instead of, you know, a secure line of, of uh, you know, questioning like a, a double checking uh, of, your, of your bank account and stuff like that. No, they're just going to produce more PS4s. Like, yeah, how does that I, help anything? It doesn't. It doesn't. So let, let's see here. Bloomberg reports that Sony told its manufacturing partners to keep assembling PlayStation 4 consoles as a response to the ongoing scarcity of the PlayStation 5, which launched in November of 2020, over a year and a half ago. Uh, citing unnamed sources familiar with Sony's plans, Bloomberg said the company had planned to stop making the PS4 at the end of 2021. Instead, it will continue producing about a million units in 2022 to alleviate the strain coming from PS5 shipping and manufacturing. <sighs> it's just this is stupid. This is really stupid. The PlayStation 5 launched November 12th, 2020, and supply has been extremely tight since pre-orders were taken two months before that instead of the usual six months. Some of this can be attributed to components, uh, component shortages and, and global supply chain related to the related, related to the pandemic. I'll get there. But Sony has also told investors that it had been able unable to meet the demand even it could produce and ship a lot more units. Uh, in uh, Sony's last quarterly report to investors, the company said it had sold 13.4 million, P- million PS5 worldwide. Uh, but you know what, dude? And like we've, we've been saying, they don't give a fuck. They got paid, so they don't care. Right, like the like their 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 user base doesn't their their money doesn't depend on a post purchase user base system. So, and when you think about it, thirteen and a half million consoles for the entire world is really not a lot at all. No, considering how much the last generation sold, no, it's not a lot. Yeah. Like, let's look that up. I will look that up real quick. You talk this time. It's your turn to talk. While while you... (laughs) God damn it. 
Either way, everything I'm saying is so much easier and cheaper to implement than producing more PS4s. Two-step verifications, having an active account, or having uh, uh, a, a line of credit that has been proven, anything like that. Or even going to a retail store and having a retail store not do pre-orders. Like, uh, or having a, a purchase limit to one at a retail store like doing any of these things would help the supply and demand but instead they're like no 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 i'll just we'll just produce more ps4s fuck it toyota sells the land rover to one scale do they care where it ends up just like sony no they don't get they don't give a fuck they don't get they don't care bro they don't care that's so why you to have date there have been 102 million PS4 units sold. Yeah. So 13 and a half million PS5s ain't shit. In over a year and a half? No. Yeah. Uh, Land then again, the how East, many yeah. of those PS4s were uh, sold to Neil Blomkamp, you know? At least like 12. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Because apparently that's all you need to transfer the entire human consciousness into a digital storage media. Well, I mean, that plus a <laughs> machine smart enough to figure it out. I mean, yeah, about a dozen PS4s, that ought to do it. Yeah, why not? I mean, working as a... Work, I'm not going to get into the technical points of this. Shut up. Uh, but yeah, Mike Smith, Mike Smith is right, which is why we have, like, Bugattis, which is like we have Land Rovers and Mercedes in, like, Dubai. They don't give a fuck where it ends up. BMW doesn't care where it ends up. Mercedes doesn't care where it ends up. They just they're just they're just glad to make the sale. But PS but Sony and Xbox are coming under constant fire for not having these consoles in demand. And instead of implementing something as simple as a two-step verification process for purchase, limiting in-store quantities to one, anything like that. Instead, they're just, well, fuck it, we got paid. But now Yeah, why are there more money. restrictions on toilet paper than there are on PlayStations? <laughs> why why can i only buy a fucking one one case of water at a time and also who are these people that go out and buy 40 ps5s in one shot people that have the money people that will right. open five or six fucking credit cards just to just to just to buy five or six oh, or seven or eight okay. fucking because if they have the money to get 40 ps5s really is that what you're doing with this like yeah because yeah. at that point you're playing the long game on your investment and that's what I'm talking about. If we just let it fucking rot in the closet, just don't purchase anything. Same thing with the goddamn uh, GPUs. That's what I've been yeah. telling everybody with the GPUs. Oh, well, I want a GPU. I want a 3080. I want a 3090. But the only way to get them is through scalpers. No, fuck them. Let them goddamn rot in there. Because those things have a shelf life. And the shelf life isn't as long as they think it is. Right. It's not it's not one or two or three years. No, they, they have a shelf life of maybe four or five to six months because if you don't use them by that time, your thermal paste rods and so does your other fucking components that are timed exclusive that they need heat to be applied or they need to be used for them to function properly. Yeah, all the oxygen barrier wax and everything dries yeah. out and cracks. Like, yeah. Yeah. And fucking it's the same thing with these goddamn playstations and xboxes they have a fucking shelf life they have a shelf life fucking mini fridges <laughs> dude i'm still pissed about that i really <laughs> wanted one. Oh hey hey the wild dj has appeared 
Yep, and he's going to get you. <laughs> We're talking about uh, PlayStation producing more PS4s uh, rather than doing something like a two-step verification process from an active account to purchase the PS5. Okay, so yeah, basically they're making more PS4s instead of PS5s, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of people don't understand that companies sell these, uh, you know, companies actually sell the actual systems at kind of, actually pretty much at a loss. Their most, uh, their, uh, <clears throat> their profits a lot, of, uh, a, lot, a lot of times come from software. And with these, uh, and with these scalpers going around, that's like, you know, you have like tens, hundreds, you know, in some cases, I'm sure even thousands just sitting in a warehouse. And that's, uh, and, and that's like tens, hundreds, thousands of customers that's not buying software. They just literally, yeah. you know, they're just, they're literally just sitting in the warehouse. But everyone has a, everyone has a PS4 and PS4s are easy to get. And to be told, like, uh, you know, last gen is still very viable because getting a, a new gen system is uh, pretty difficult. So this will help us. So, yeah, I mean, something like this, it makes sense that someone, Sony would do this in the short term. Yeah, but uh, it's still a, it's still only like a, it's still only a temporary solution because, you know, Microsoft, you know, you know, they're, they're making, you know, huge plays and Sony. They might, they might have to like try to rebrand themselves or something. Yeah, and and to address Mike Smith, Mike says, uh, does not GameStop buy thousands, hundreds of PS5s to resell to make money by being the middleman? The thing is, is that most PS5s are not being sold into the secondhand market like GameStop. These are being sold at scalper prices. They can be sold. I can buy a PS5, decide, you know what, fuck this. Put it on, on Facebook Marketplace, or, or put it on on uh, on uh, uh, eBay, and literally get my retail money back. L- like get my five hundred dollars plus tax back. Easy, easy. So they're skipping GameStop. Now GameStop, GameStop having brand new PS fives to distribute. Very very small numbers, man. Very mm-hmm. small numbers, and those are usually on a first come first buy. Uh, I'm sorry. A reservation process, and even then, sometimes some of them do uh, uh, lotteries and stuff like that. Uh, yes, uh, Sony is selling straight to consumers, but the problem is, is how selling it because people are still using bots to get these systems, Mike, and uh, and Sony. Look, I mean, like, like GameStop. To GameStop's credit, they actually figured it out. It's like, no, you want this system, you have to come into the store and fucking get it. You know, they started implementing that. I mean, along with the bundles. Uh, also, uh, you can't, and also, like, GameStop has the reservations, as uh, Dead Man said, because, like, they, they they inform pro membership first. Yeah. Before maybe before every uh, yeah, everyone else. So. Are they selling them directly to the consumer? I'm not sure if Sony has them on their website anymore. They did for a bit. Let me let me double check. Because I know you can buy like hardware and consoles directly from Microsoft. You can, yeah. And let me just see. Hold on. Yeah, Sony needs to organize their site. 
Yeah, this is pretty bad. Yeah, this is pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's sloppy. I mean, it's not quite bare bones, but maybe like two steps above that. No, it is one step above that. Oh, that's neat. Who cares? Okay. Um, I'm looking at the little preview window, dude. It looks like you're looking at like a mobile screen. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly what it feels like. Like, are you seeing this? Like how much I'm having to fucking just get through something? Yeah. Uh okay. Uh just sorry folks. I, I really am trying. Grave Robert will attest that. Yeah, I there. can thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take a breath, okay? Literally had Marathon's to like, he had to scroll through like a fucking mile of peripherals advertisements. Like, buy these headsets. Oh. They're white and they're wireless. Buy this controller. It's white. So we're going to go with just the PS5 normal. Register for an opportunity to purchase a PS5 console from PlayStation. They're not even selling them direct anymore. They're, you're literally just registering. Let me. Uh, I don't know. I like. I'm honestly, me personally, I'm not even interested in the PS5. Look at this. No, I mean, oh yeah, but you know, just for people who are interested, who will listen to our podcast, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so why this I said is uh, me personally. This is to register to literally buy one when they become available, and and I want you to also know what it what what this takes as far as the manufacturing process is concerned. Sony is the last one to get their PS5s to sale. They will fulfill orders for everyone else before they bring them to their own fucking website. So in case you're you're thinking you're going to get first dibs, you're not. You're getting last. They're the last ones to get fulfilled. Yeah, you'd be better off just like going to GameStop and giving them the cash you need to buy one. And then they'll call you and you come pick it up when it gets there. Like, yeah. So, I mean, Sony right now. I mean, or Best Buy, you know, or wherever you buy your electronics at. Yeah. But I mean, either way, just something cheaper than than producing more PS4s, just something like that, just a two step verification process, and so so people can't use bots, and that's easily done. That is so fucking Best Buy dot com does it for something like an Apple Watch. Yeah, like you gotta you do a captcha. To, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, for a fucking Apple for the hundred and fifty dollar <throat> Apple Watch that I have. I had to do so much bullshit. I had to register two accounts. I had to fucking sign in and do this just to get my fucking online purchase. I'm like, are you shitting me? Confirming emails, yeah. sending a diabetic test strip with a blood sample. Like fucking, you know, <laughs> goddamn urine sample, blood test. Fuck. But to buy a PS5, you just gotta just sign in and that's that's it. Just just go to the website and just purchase six of them. Woo! so you guys remember there was that huge thing about the chick selling farts in jars yeah yeah apparently i thought it was just a rumor no that was real thing but apparently like 80 percent of her buyers are from india well okay i'm not gonna touch that playstation Ooh, okay, like yeah, let's put like the PlayStation. It, yeah, because oh my god, it don't matter where it ends up. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. made fifty thousand dollars in a week. Yeah, Fuck you it. also know that all that money is gone now, right? Farting in jars, but you know, well, yeah, because she had to go to the gone. hospital because she was having like super bad indigestion and gas problems. <laughs> yeah, she had a fucking heart attack. 
<laughs> she had a fucking heart attack, dude, because of her diet and the way she was forcing herself to yeah. do it. So all that money's now gone. It's all medical bills now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every morning I wake up, I make some eggs, and then I eat cheese and yogurt, and then I read a book for three hours. Yeah, then she eats like two cans of beans and yeah. washes it down with prune juice or some shit like that. Like I saw the fucking video and I was just like Yeah, it's like, are you cleansing or not? What are you doing here? You're gonna die. Like, that right. is not a diet. That is a horrible fucking diet for you. And sure sure enough, she ended up in the fucking hospital with a heart attack. And the picture of her, she's wiped too. She is wiped the fuck out. It's not like one of those like cutesy photographs where she's like, ah, yeah, I'm in the no, hospital. she was just laying there. <laughs> I was like, I just gave birth. <laughs> I just gave birth. <laughs> there was no baby. So, okay, so you're at the hospital and you're like, oh, this is that farts chick. I've got 0.7 mLs left over from her blood sample. How much do you think I can get for that? Oh, no. <laughs> Start selling yeah, no. blood dipped Q tips to India. Hey. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like if, if i was if i was like a physician on call or something i just walk up to her like when she's unconscious and just push in her stomach a little bit see what happens <laughs> just human dude, she, right, dude cool. she'd probably die from shock at that point nah the sepsis wouldn't have taken a hold of her liver that quickly or the shit would finally come out and you just press the nurse button and walk away <laughs> <laughs> Boom. should you right. make it before <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible dude no we're not, we wouldn't do that to, to medical staff that's that horrible. is malpractice that, a, little bit, <laughs> a little bit because you'd be on camera walking up to her and just like you could see the decision in your head and the cameras when you're just, when you're just like hold on i don't have a fancy soundboard oh <laughs> your favorite sound effect that is hilarious it's so nasty <laughs> moving on yeah so yes, EA has uh huh i was like yes please let's move on <laughs> so uh ea has been under a lot of pressure lately to not become the next activision so they say they're combating harassment with discrimination and bias training reporting tools and diverse hiring not we already the next said activision. huh <laughs> No, like yeah, I would argue that Activision was becoming the next EA. You know, you know they saw the examples. Like we can do much better. Yeah, or or we could be more. We, we could be more shittier. Or maybe EA just saw Activision get bought by fucking Microsoft and was like, "All right, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not <laughs> worth that much. All right, guys, nobody's coming to bail us out. So we got to fix this shit." <laughs> I thought Microsoft already had EA. Uh no, I don't think no. so. Because no, yeah. why is Game Pass Ultimate in? Oh, they have a deal. They have a yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, you know, they have a contract. Oh, they have no, a they deal. Have, okay. Yeah, they don't own them yet. Yeah, I was confused, but, but, but I would They're not be surprised out. if Sony tries to make a bid for him at this point. Yeah, well, we got They're a big story coming to up. Dinner. <laughs> We're, we got a big story coming up, but you know, like EA is <laughs> like, all right, guys, you saw what happened to Activision and Blizzard. We're not worth that much, so <laughs> we we got Star Wars, right? We we got Star Wars, and we got Battlefield, and right now Battlefield is not on the board. Oh, so they, they got Madden. Can't forget Madden. Madden's gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
what are we gonna do? Fucking zombie Madden? No, dude, he's gone. Yo, right? gonna find- shit, dude. Imagine you do the touchdown and your dude's in the fucking end zone. Fucking oh, they actually got zombies just tackle him. Yeah, oh, dude, oh, throw, oh, oh, actually, they have to like that. It's called uh... back and you just hear the. Actually, no, there was a game like that. It was called Mutant League. Remember that dead man? Mutant League, yeah, Mutant that League. was old school. Yeah, oh, wasn't that yeah, check like it out. Genesis. Yeah, yeah, but no, they they remastered. It's on Steam right now. Oh no, they, shit. Yeah, but yeah, just like that, monsters, zombies, all that stuff. Yeah, they remastered. It. It's on Steam. And wow, Steam that's now, cool. So, so uh, yeah, Mutant League I... football, man. Plus, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the idea of being owned by fucking Xbox is a little bit much for them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're a strong independent dev company that don't need no owner. Well, either that or being bought up by by Sony. You know, because let's face it, Activision and Blizzard fucking up so bad that that Xbox has to literally step in mm-hmm. and go look. You are fucking up my player base. You are fucking a- up my 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 per capita here. Yeah. You're fucking up my money. Yeah, if I was the EA, I would want to be bought by Xbox more than Sony. <laughs> yeah, because EA produces a majority sport-based games. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg live streams them on his Xbox. On his Xbox, yeah. So you're gonna get a lot of people that are like Snoop Dogg fans, you know, from all ages, races, and everything, really. Because if you don't like Snoop Dogg, you're fucking wrong. You gotta like him for something. You gotta like him for something. He's too diverse at this point. I, I love and, when he roasts other celebrities. That's my favorite part about yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and so like he's not only promoting you know an EA product, but he's also promoting Microsoft's product. So people are going to be like, oh, you know, get an Xbox and play Madden. You know, yeah. Maybe I'll get to play against Snoop Dogg one day. So let's take a look at what this says. Well, the numbers and allegations and controversies rocking the game industry at present, it becomes something of a surprise to see a major company taking real action. But that appears to be the case with EA following its statement on harassment and abuse in 2020 has seemingly implemented some meaningful changes in its working culture and community. Speaking with uh, The Guardian, EA chief uh, experience officer, it's a new CEO, right? Chris <laughs> Bruzo. Described creating a more positive environment at the company, a process that reportedly began four years ago. Brozo claims that EA has made significant investments and seriously stepped up its consequences in our offices all over the world. And doesn't object to getting his own hands dirty either. I myself have exited several people from the company in the past five years. Hmm. That is a very careful choice of words. So are you looking at like new furniture for your, your peaceful hotel room setup, dead man, or what? No, why? August Sage, artesian <laughs> handcrafted home goods. Leave my room alone, <laughs> you fucker. Uh, uh, it looks like a Japanese holiday inn. It, well, like, shut up. It's peaceful. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. I bet I you get you. good sleep in there, though. I bet you really do, though. Like, they do. Yeah. I did, but this Carefully is. Carefully uh, crafted, right, Dead Man? August Sage. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, too, DJ. But. Next that, episode's that, gonna be sponsored by August Sage. I wouldn't mind. I myself have exited several people from the company in the past five years. That that is interesting wording. Yeah, that's like, almost like mafia wording. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah you're right. Go. <laughs> that yeah, is like very careful. Hey, where's yeah, Tommy? Like, yeah, I asked yeah. him to leave. 
What happened? You, you, you asked you him to leave, leave or you asked him to leave? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that is very, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, it's like, like yo, I help people retire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you euthanize old people. That's that's what you do. <laughs> it's a form of retirement. <laughs> I mean, it's peaceful. You don't got to deal with the back problems yeah. anymore. Goddamn. Oh, <laughs> Operation Permanent Vacation. Uh, Operation uh, Weekend <laughs> Bernie's. <laughs> Regular sleep schedule coming up. Right. Bruiser appears realistic <laughs> about the amount of effort and work it takes to reform an entire industry, but he's confident that gaming's big companies have the power and resources to affect that change. He listed some of the things EA has done in the last few years, including unconscious bias training, workable reporting tools. That's important. That's really important. And more diverse hiring processes. Well, in fact, uh, as McDonald notes, who the fuck is McDonald? Did they mention McDonald earlier? The burger place? No, like this was McDonald. Yeah, see, look, I'll go up a little bit. Stop. Oh, the Guardians. Speaking with Guardians, Keza McDonald. Okay, I was like, I was like, who the fuck is McDonald here? <laughs> a new player has entered the game. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck pressed start? Uh, <laughs> here comes a new challenger a new challenger appears uh ea is even that rare company that has managed to close its gender pay gap according to internal sources cool that's neat that is cool the industry clearly has a long has a long way to come but if major players like ea are willing to lead by example perhaps change could still be in the cards at the very least we may see a little less uh milk toast apologia from companies unwilling to test the money in making their workplaces safer and better. I mean, I mean, good for them. Like, like no, all bullshit aside, really fucking good for them. Uh, an honest reporting system, which is something we put, we pointed out in that last article we read where it was uh, a third party arbitrary services. Remember that was appointed by the company itself. Like that was all fucking bullshit. That's all fucking bullshit. That is all corporatizing and keeping in-house tabs on your employees. So if they have actual reporting systems and stuff like that in place, good for fucking them. And honestly, I'm actually proud of EA for taking the steps. What about you guys? I like it. It reminds me a lot of that TikTok, though. You know, it's like, you ever sat through a two-hour seminar at work on sexual harassment just to find out you and your uncle didn't have a secret handshake? How the fuck That's does what that it's relate? like to drive a GMC Sierra. But how does that relate? What Hang- the Hangle? <laughs> well, because they were talking about, you know, what was it, like, unconscious response things, you know? And I was like, so they're probably sitting through these, like, 45-minute, like, talks about how not to be and how to change your thinking and somebody is probably like tapping into some hidden traumas during these well we know we've actually covered the story that these are usually done by emails and single presentations like they're they're, like the whole the whole gathering and gathering have you never uh, been traumatized by an email dead man well yeah but you send them to me anyways but the whole, the whole gathering in an auditorium thing we found out years ago that shit don't work so now they do it now they do it by by email and uh solo classes and stuff like that but i mean did you what, what do you think man do you think this is where they're going oh yes this will be ea's new policy 
We here at EA care about our employees. We promise from, from now on to never fuck our employees again. Just the customers. This is the in that case, good, same old, same old, but kind of new. <laughs> yeah, they was like, yeah, this is the thin EA line. If you work at EA, you're quite safe. If you're a customer, I hope you have KY in hand. But if not, that's okay. Hold on, we Mike like Smith didn't like my Clark Kent curl. I guess not. I can't do anything about that. In order to make it move, I would have to go take a shower. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, <laughs> that is a hell of a point, DJ. Like, that is a hell of a point, dude. Like, I didn't even consider that. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Working here is much safer than purchasing from us. <laughs> right? Isn't it now, isn't it better to be at the right hand of the devil than in its path? <laughs> what the fuck, DJ? I literally yeah. was I literally hadn't even considered that, like how much they fuck their consumer base. Yeah, <laughs> and we're giving them praise. It's like, no, I got no. I was like, no. See, you had to, you had to just, you had to just be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right up from under them, bro. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the DJ Express carrying a reality check. Is that is that Jesus better? Mike, Christ, I think I got bro. it. Oh, uh, <laughs> go shower. Carmen is on board. <laughs> and besides, it was about time I got you again. Great, got you last week, so I got you this week. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> DJ just walked in. DJ kicked the fucking door into the, me- the meeting and just dropped shit on the fucking middle of the table. Like mm-hmm. a boiled goose just... <laughs> Feast your eyes. Fuck all of you. And then just walk <laughs> back out. And... <laughs> oh... Well, I guess we got to talk about this now. <laughs> Are you Who employed? Brings a goddamn <laughs> boiled goose. What the fuck just happened? I never like, imagined it would smell so terrible. <laughs> what the fuck, DJ? It's like now you just signed this contract saying you work for us. You know, we might provide gruel instead. Oh my god! What Can the I bring thing? my own hot sauce at least? No. Yeah, no, this is EA, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 maybe you're a manager, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two to three years, you'll you'll get manager position. Yeah, you know, it's like you, know, yeah, it's like yeah. Oh. In the contract, you say we get a raise. Yeah, here's some hot sauce. Oh my uh, god, DJ, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's That's like, literally you know, what that was. You just kicked in the door to the meeting and dropped the boiled goose in the middle of the goddamn conference table and walked out just after a. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Just walk back out. Uh, you know, I didn't used to have such a big forehead. I, I used to have a full head of hair, and then I started dealing with dead man. Pretty much, yeah. yeah that's what he does. <laughs> I was I was born white. Oh, God. Also true. Yeah. There's a reason we call him DJ. Yeah. Uh, Dark Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I dude. rode the town on an ass. Yo mama's ass. Oh! oh. Dark I, Jesus! Anyway. <laughs> what the... Where, the power where, yeah. to save your soul. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, like I said, like y'all sorry, like every like I'm sorry, like in the end, it's still EA. I ha- you know, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, like they'll treat their own better. That's what I'll see it, but what about the rest of us? <laughs> what about the people who actually pay for their products? Fucking oh my god, dude. Like fucking they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. <laughs> 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 fuck me dj god damn that was brutal dude but like you are you are correct like like no matter how brutal that was i i have to agree that they do still treat their fucking customers like shit and the idea of I, and i think it's I, I think there being more of a change in the video game industry because there are so many companies under their umbrella that right now are just refusing to be a part of the microtransaction shit, especially all the star Wars uh, franchises mm-hmm. like the Except fallen for the fucking mobile games that star Wars puts out. Well, those well, aren't, mobile, those aren't developed so. by EA. Those are like developed like tens and stuff like that. But yeah. like uh fallen order, fallen order should have had like two or three DLCs by now. It's been out so long, but the respawn that did it was like, we're not doing we're not doing DLCs like that. No, we're not. We're not charging twenty five dollars for an extra part of the game. And then uh, the guys that did the did the guys that did uh, Rogue Squadron, you know that that one game, they were like, we're not doing DLC at all. Like, if you want DLC, we'll make it free, but we're not doing twenty five dollars for extra shit. And I think EA has had no choice but to kind of eat that. Kind of like how Titanfall was. Hey yeah, guys, we got a new DLC map pack. Oh fuck, how much is it? I just download it. What? <laughs> yeah, it's free. It's just go get it. Yeah. yeah, just go get it. Fucking. But let's talk about the big fish in the pond. Sony has bought Bungie, developer mm-hmm. of Destiny and the original creator of Halo. $3.6 billion. And this was something that we, that DJ called. DJ called that Sony was going to try to hit back on it at, at Xbox, and I think this is their attempt. What do you guys think? Yeah, this is the be uh, this is the beginning of their attempt. I'm telling you, like you know, even these bigger companies, no, that you know, they're not going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're, they're no longer, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to be on the radar any longer. Like this is the new age. Everything, everything's going to be uh, condensed in, into these uh, bigger companies, and yeah. This is just the, like the first company that you know PlayStation is going to get for Destiny because, despite everything else, despite how Destiny is as a game, the community is rapidly loyal. Rapidly loyal, yeah, yeah, it, it's you know, like, pretty fucking loyal, despite it's a terrible goddamn game. You know, and the microtransactions—it's well, hilarious because Sony bought Bungie and they're trying to get the fan base over to Sony, but they can't produce consoles for their incoming fan base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah. See now, what's interesting is that since uh, Sony now flat out buy Bungie, what's going to happen to Destiny? Since Destiny's multi-platform, you know, Steam, Xbox, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I mean, dang, well, I mean, what's going to happen? Like, are you? Well, I wonder if you only be able to play it on PlayStation now. Like, maybe starting uh-huh. like maybe next year or something. It's it's weird because, like I said, because like yeah, when when Microsoft 
said about Activision, like Microsoft flat out said, well, the first thing they did is like, you know, we will we will honor all current contracts until they expire. So until they expire, you can still play it on these these consoles. But Sony can be a little bit uh, a bit more petty. Have been. <laughs> when it comes, yeah, when it comes to uh, their deals and their contracts, and this is interesting. Like, this is not even like a like deal, like a partnership. No, they flat out bought Bungie, like lock, stock, and barrel. They own it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. Um, this year is going to be very curious. What's going to happen? Very interesting. So it says here the acquisition arrives shortly after Microsoft's announcement that it intends to buy Activision Blizzard for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Bungie will continue to independently publish and, cre- and creatively develop our games, Bungie CEO uh, Pete Parsons writes in a blog post. In SIE, we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us uh, in all we are and who wants to accelerate our vision to create a generation-spanning entertainment, all while preserving the creative independence that beats uh, in Bungie's hearts. Uh, like you us, don't Sony, know Sony. Yeah, like us, okay, Sony believes that... Th- billion. Couldn't they have made some more fucking consoles? Dude, Mm. like, like, this this is. You're right, but you have to look at long term stuff. And and, and and on top of all of that, like, Bungie wanted to point the finger at Microsoft uh, for for the failure of the 10 year plan regarding Destiny. Mm. They were like, oh, it was all Microsoft. It It was them. We had our plan till they intervened, and Microsoft was literally like, "Bro, you're your own studio. We were fucking hands off." Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, like, and people like, I'm pretty sure they're on YouTube some places, but there's a like, you know, there's some um, Destiny employees literally stated that they had to renegotiate with Microsoft because they, you know because they were they pretty much like oh it's too, it's too hard to make content you know it's too hard to do our job that we agreed upon so like yeah like this whole like trickling content and microtransaction no that's that's Bungie's that was Bungie's idea they was yeah. begging Microsoft cuz Microsoft was like no like you do this you bust out with the DLC and you bring out a new game you know, Microsoft wanted to like do want to get full content, but like Bungie's like, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, let's just uh, trickle down. And it was it was the perfect shield too. It's like, so 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 if the people complain, it's like, oh, it, it was Microsoft. You know, we, we, we didn't it do was, anything. Yeah, it was Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer put all this pressure on us. Yeah, and yeah, so like we, all of Microsoft was like, dude, we're honoring your contract. These are your <laughs> deadlines that you set. Well, that's what we're doing. We're holding you to the deadlines you pitched for a 10-year fucking game. And yep. and Bungie was just like, I can't, we can't do this. It's just Microsoft. It's just so oppressive. And Phil Spencer's over here getting fucking death threats going, I didn't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was off that day. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Like, it's a little it bit was, of an exaggeration, but not by much. Because not yeah, by no. much, dude. Because fucking Bungie's the one who was who removed the Galahorn, which mm-hmm. was like the only reason people played the Glass Vault. It was fucking. It was fucking Bungie who removed all of the goddamn one hundred percent Grimoire uh, payout for the like, highs and exotics. It mm-hmm. was all fucking Destiny, but they were like, dude, Microsoft. It was. It was. It was. They, they made us do it. They made us do it. Yeah, you're the with the big dog. Like it was the perfect shield. 
<laughs> and Microsoft shit. over here like, did you tell him? Did you tell him to do it? I didn't fucking tell him to do it. Did you tell him? No, no. This is doing it. Who the fuck told him to do it? I didn't do it. Was there an email chain I wasn't a part of? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> and fucking, yeah. and, but that's that's literally it, right? So, so many people gave fucking uh, Microsoft and, 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 and Phil Spencer a bad rap because of fucking Bungie. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's only three three $3.6 billion because Microsoft was like, take them. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, we want to buy this developing studio from you. Fucking, what do you what do you got? What do you got? What is what's in your pocket? <laughs> what's in your right. pocket? <laughs> Loose change. Well, hey. We haven't even told you which one. Congratulations, you're on the studio, dude. We know we know it's fucking bun. We know it's fucking bungee. All right, we know it's. Stop fucking with us. What do you got in your pocket? Let's go. Okay, I got well, I got lunch in half an hour. Let's make a deal. How's uh, five billion sound? No, no. Pay us, pay us way less. No, just <laughs> four billion. No, keep going. Three and a half. What? Well, we'll meet there. We'll meet there. Okay. All right. Uh, fuck it. Wow. It. Pay yeah, us here's, less. Here's the, here's the fucking. Here's the fucking deed. Just get them out of the building. Get just go. Uh. And then he goes and tells his exec in the office, "Yeah, we got it. They did. They just basically gave it up to us. I mean, here's the contract. Fuck, what did you spend? They just spent like sixty billion. Like, how much did you spend? Three point six. You billion? mean six point three, right? Three. We, we gave you seven billion budget. Well, I mean, I also bought a, a new Land Cruiser while I was out, but no, three point six. That's all they wanted." They talked us. They talked us down. What I don't we know, just man. Into? What? Well, hold on. <laughs> somebody, somebody I, called DJ. Something's gone horribly <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> I mean, as I was driving back, I kind of started thinking about it. You know, like, is, <laughs> is this development company expired? Like, is it rotten? Like, what's uh, how many miles does it have on it? What's the- <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think they might have lied about you know their body count. <laughs> like I'm telling you, dude, that that was Microsoft. I guarantee you, dude. Just oh, no, pay me way less. We'll, we'll come in under budget for you. Just, <laughs> just go, fucking. Yeah, get these babies out of my building. You know, dude. Like I don't know. Because yeah, because yeah, because honestly, like long story short, in a nutshell. Bungie was just crying to Microsoft so so they could be lazier. That's basically what it was. Well, mm. we also know that we also know that they fucking their their deadlines they never meet. They yeah, never they meet their deadlines. They have a full fucking staff, so they can't blame staffing shortages. Like everybody's getting paid in, in fucking Bungie. They can't blame anybody but fucking but themselves, but they did. They did. They, they blamed Microsoft, and everybody believed them. Did they pay with PayPal <laughs> or crypto? They paid with Amazon gift cards, bro. <laughs> like, oh, just like the just like the ones you use for the outstanding taxes. Yeah, yeah, fucking like Microsoft. That's why Microsoft was like, "What do you got in your pocket? One of these gift cards." All right, just hand them over. <laughs> Is that one of those little strawberry candies? I want that too. Yeah, give me that. Yeah. 
What flavor of vape is it? Whatever, I'm taking it. <laughs> Shit, iced grape? Yeah. I don't, I don't even vape, but I'm taking that too. Fuck it. Just, <laughs> I know someone who does. Right. I'll fucking mail it to him. <laughs> like yeah, us, yeah, Sony no. believes the game worlds are only beginning of what our IPs can become. Together, we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, truth be told, like I said, this might be actually kind of a good thing because, like I said, Sony. That, you know, like I said, care. yeah, like Sony, they don't, you know, Fuck you know they don't, they're not going to play games. Like, no, you honor the fucking contract or you're going to fucking pay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, like the, because uh, I think, like, you know, Sony, you know, they're Japanese and Japanese don't play games when it comes to work. No. It's like Bungie, Bungie just went from hating their strict parent to marrying trailer park Kyle, who does not have a single full sheet of drywall in his house anymore. Or know, right? <laughs> or or a full set of teeth. Yeah, but they don't know that yet because yeah. all the holes in his wall are covered up with posters of NASCAR drivers. All right. Oh, God. Screw you, mom and dad, and your two-story house and your four cars and, and wonderful meals every night. Fuck and that stupid I... fucking gazebo where I go and smoke weed. <laughs> you know, screw I'm that. Over here with I'm my a... boyfriend Kyle. You know? <laughs> Come on, let's show them. Let's see how long it is before Bungie gets a black eye yeah, fall like, down the stairs. It's like, it's like what, what's this? A, a cardboard box. Uh, why? Your, your new home, honey. Oh my god! If you're a good girl, I'll get you a used tent. My God, Grave Robber, that was very, dark. Yeah, that went that went a little dark, Grave Robber. Holy shit, saying, dude! We'll keep, we'll have to keep an eye on Bungie now. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like so. Uh, you know, it's like what do I do? Like cook it clean? No, no, bitches gotta work. Oh my god, <laughs> Bungie will continue to be a multi-platform and independent studio and publisher, and it will sit alongside the company's PlayStation Studios developers. Jim Ryan, the president and CEO of uh, Sony Entertainment, said in a, pl- in a in a blog, Bungie's world-class expertise in multi-platform development and live game services will help us deliver on our vision of expanding so uh, PlayStation. To hundreds of millions of gamers. Okay. What that reads to me as is we're trying to absorb a player base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, like I said, their player base, dude, they're they're rapidly loyal. And and like I said, it, it it's so sad because there are they are awesome people. Like m- more communities need to be more like but like more like Destiny fan uh, communities. Yeah, no, I should, Destiny it, fan communities are fucking crazy, dude. Oh, but they're wholesome. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, if you att- yeah, you if you attack the game, that's the hornet's nest. That but you be true. told, yeah, but you be told, you use immersion in it, dude. They're like so awesome. Like a lot of a lot of them are just so awesome. It's like, hey, I need help with this raid. Hey, well, come on over, pal. Let's do this thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's not bro, like I got so many videos on that. Check out my YouTube. You don't even gotta subscribe. Just check it out. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, no. That that's that's low. That's low class to them. Like if somebody says I need help on the raid, then and they put out the little call like they do in the division, you know what I mean? Incoming call, yeah. So and so, no, you do that in division, dude. You have a full team in seconds, like a hmm. full fucking team will will run the raid with you just to get it done, just because you need the help. 
like that's how wholesome they yeah that's how wholesome the whole fucking community is and i can't help but think about this but when he's saying they want to bring it to hundreds of millions of players i'm like they're trying to absorb a player base right Mm -hmm. now yeah i agree with that verbiage yeah and i guarantee you that right now this is a standoff between xbox and sony because xbox is like well we got activision we got we got world of warcraft but most of all we got call of duty and now sony has destiny and sony's like are we gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play and i guarantee you fucking xbox is like keep them shoot they're pulling they're pulling a a dr evil from the second movie you know what i mean and i have your son shoot the little bastard see if i care (laughs) (laughs) they do not have the chip they think they do am i am i am i being too upfront about that or what uh no 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 like you know you know no you're you're not wrong it's like but you know that's basically what there is like they they i think what they believe that they could put up with uh bungie's well tantrums because they want that player base because they know that that it's pretty much guaranteed money yeah but uh i think they're all uh, i think they're also hoping that uh like on like on microsoft side anyway because you know, like I said, I mean, I played Call of Duty as well, but a lot of the fan base in Call of Duty and uh, and uh, I don't know about World of Warcraft. I never really played that seriously. I played, I but a lot, a lot of that fan while. base, yeah, a lot of that community is very toxic. Very, very, very toxic. So let's take a look at the Q and A here that we have, uh, and this was between a Bungie representative and I guess uh, regarding Destiny Two. As a Destiny 2 player, does does Bungie becoming a part of PlayStation have any immediate impact on how I play and experience Destiny 2? According to them, no. Our commitment to Destiny 2 as a multi-platform game with full cross-play remains unchanged. We want you to play The Witch Queen on February 22nd on the platform of your choice. Mark uh, my words. Mark my words. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm 80% sure that The Witch Queen is going to be the last expansion that will be cross-platform. You're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. They, they, like everything, everything past the Witch Queen before this even happened was already uh, announced to be put on hold. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I get Destiny news, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they. I don't know why they're stalking me, but they are. <laughs> well, because I have a, I have a, I have an old account that that uh, that gets like video game news mm-hmm. that I, that I used to write for Nizulu uh, uh, for. So I still get like video, like like press releases and stuff. And one of the press releases that I get is for Destiny, and it's like, well, Destiny Two, everything past Witch Queen, put on hold. And this was like, this was like a month ago before this <laughs> ever happened, and I'm like, that's odd. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Will the Destiny Two experience on non PlayStation platforms be impacted by Bungie becoming part of PlayStation? No, we want to maintain the same great experience you already have on your platform of choice. It seems like <laughs> it's the same answer over and over again. Yeah, but I don't. Will any announced seasons, events, packs, or expansions be changed or impacted by Bungie becoming part of PlayStation? Now, mind you, this happened before this announcement, so let's read what this says. No, Bungie retains full creative independence for our games and community. Our plans for the Light and Dark Saga are unchanged all the way through the final shape in 2024. Mm. I call bullshit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I call bullshit. 
considering they're already they already announced this shit like two months ago that everything was gonna be fucking delayed. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No. I. Uh... Yeah, I I agree. That's, uh... <laughs> DJ speechless. That's rare. That's that's a. a... A fucking high tier attack right there. Yeah, no, like I'm sorry. Like there's if there's one thing Sony loves, it's exclusivity. Oh yeah. D- like like you know, no, like Destiny will become PlayStation only. I mean, you know, they maybe Steam. Maybe. But make but but make no mistake. <laughs> Micro Xbox, mm-mm. No, that's not gonna be on there for long. Yeah, well, like, be, I haven't be been able to play a Spider-Man game since I had a PS3. Yeah. yeah, that's so. fucking. I am calling so much bullshit on this because I guarantee, I guarantee you, the first time they don't meet their fucking deadline, I don't. Their their first deadline under fucking Sony, Sony does not give a fuck. Look what happened with The Last of Us. Look what happened with fucking uh, uh, Days uh, Days End or what? What is it called? Uh, days Gone. Days Gone. Look what happened with fucking all these games that just did not meet the fucking expectations. Sony ripped their fucking check out of the goddamn book and threw it away. They're like, you know what? You didn't you didn't do what you said you were gonna do. Fuck you. Fuck off. And Bungie, who is goddamn notorious for missing <laughs> deadlines, who is fucking like just known for looking at their overs and, and being like, well, it's their fault. It's their fault. We have the workers and everything. It's just their fault. Sony ain't fucking around, dude. Sony does not fuck around. So, Sony's like the Disney of video games. Yeah, if you're not making money for me, you're gone. You know, and I'm thinking like the first fucking time this shit happens, Sony's gonna be like, where did I put my checkbook? Uh look what happened. Grave has glasses now. Yeah. Yeah, these but, are my blue blue light glasses. Like my eyes were fucking yeah. getting all dry and itchy. So so in the end, let's let, and let's let's put a bow on this. In the end. It doesn't do even you, matter. <laughs> do you I think Bungie <laughs> do you think Bungie just fucked itself? Yes. Okay, good. Answer, yeah. Yes. Uh, no, go ahead. Elaborate, please. No, that's a short answer. Yes. What well, elaborate, motherfucker? That's I understand what the short answer means. Uh, okay. Yes, I think Bungie fucked itself. No, for the love of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Goddamn, Stan. You get a new one. But no, yeah, no. Uh. Bungie, yeah, like you know, in the way of uh, wanting to be multi-platform and like want to do things their way, yeah, they did. Uh, because, like I said, yeah, PlayStation don't play games, like you know, like them said, they don't. They honestly don't, especially now. See, right now we're we're pretty much in the crunch period in the video games industry right now. Yeah, like like what's happening like this year, like from last year to this year, it's gonna it's gonna determine perhaps what the game industry is gonna be like. Is going to be like for perhaps 10, 20 years. And in uh Microsoft is making huge, huge uh moves, and so knows they have to do it do so as well. They will they will not have weak links on their ship, like you know, or, or, or no. in their, their anchor or anything like that. 
And the moment Bungie tries to pull, like, oh, we need to do a contract to be able to make this easier on us. Like, Sony's like, no, fuck you. You either fucking, you, you produce or get the fuck out of my building. Oh, and I'm keeping Destiny. Because, yeah. Yeah. Sony, yeah, is, Sony, Sony will keep your shit. Yeah, Sony is spiteful <laughs> like that. They will fuck you over. Like, no, we we own your name. We were like, you know, we, we own every everything that is uh, that's related to you, and we're keeping Destiny. It's ours now. Fuck you. Have a nice day. Because yeah, yeah, the Japanese yeah. they don't well, play. They do not play when it comes to work. And, no, they'll uh, dissolve the whole know, fucking company. Next thing you know, or they'll keep Destiny and then be like, new from Konami. <laughs> New from Hideo nah. Kojima. Nah, Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima. They're done with his ass. But yeah, yeah they'd be like new from Konami. Destiny, two point yeah. four. Yeah. So Destiny, uh, the unwritten tale. So I mean, Honestly, so you, you know, no, no, wait, you know what? I would be all for that because despite everything, at least Kojima does freaking. Uh, he will deliver his product. You know, regardless of Eventually. anything, yeah, yeah, and considering the the lackluster storytelling that Destiny yeah, has, that has been given us, you can uh, like Kojima over explains everything, but at yeah. least he, at least he'll fucking explain to you what the hell is going on because Destiny, you know what? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because if they gave it to Kojima, next thing you know, there's like seven more games because he writes like he has ADHD. You, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. Destiny is the type of game that needs it because it's like, yeah, we're like Dead Man and I like, and a few people, friends of ours who play Destiny. It's like, who's the traveler? Who are we? Who the fuck are you? Who who, who are anybody? Kojima would have made sure you would have known who you are. The traveler was the light, <laughs> the darkness. You know, the hive, the cabal. You know what you ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day before you died. Kojima Why you been. died, how you died, when you died, what you your know, favorite cigarettes were. <laughs> when you will die again. That's one thing. Yeah. Honestly, that's what you know, honestly, Destiny wouldn't Destiny needs Kojima. He will make sure you knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah. you know, DJ's got a strong point on that, though. Really though. So yeah, watch and... Destiny fuck up, and then it goes from Bungie to Konami. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. So <laughs> Holy shit, though. But let's go ahead and dead that and move on. Straight up SCEJ fucking it's, destiny. I'm still debating on where you wrote it or not, Mike. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this. The idea that we're no longer going to get bad flick uh, for a couple of reasons. And one of them is just fucking how bad. WB or Warner Brothers has fucked with the goddamn franchise. And Ben Affleck, uh, he kind of walked away from the whole fucking thing, uh, even dis despite loving playing Bats, despite having such a huge support uh, from the fan base, he says he walked away. Uh, and Justice League with uh, what's-his-name is also cited as one of the fucking reasons. And... Considering what we've been reading about Joss Whedon and what the fuck he did on set, I don't fucking blame him. Uh, I hate to say it, but Cyborg might have had a point, actually. The guy who played Cyborg might, might have actually had some uh, some legitimate claims to his uh, stuff. I mean, and that's just it. So we looked, before before Grave Robber joined the show, we did look at every fucking angle we possibly could on that whole fucking thing. They weren't hard enough, Mike. 
we we did. We we took a look at we took a look at every fucking angle, and we we played devil's advocate. We played support. We played. We looked at it at every angle we could, and Ray Fisher not cooperating with an independent third party probe, not cooperating with HR issues from WB from fucking DC, refusing to cooperate with anybody at all and withholding names, withholding uh, a timestamps and withholding all this other information just because he didn't want to. It killed his entire fucking, it killed the entire fucking investigation. Killed his credibility pretty much. Yeah, but now, but now we're actually having from other reports from other actresses like what's going on. So it's like one of those, hmm, he might not have been entirely wrong. No, and, and hmm. like you, like you said, you said directly, you said it best. We believe you think you were wronged. Mm-hmm. Like we believe that we believe you think you were wronged. But had he cooperated with the third party probe? How did he cooperated with but with WB and DC uh, HR? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like so many entities that had very little to do with DC and WB. So much more could have come of it. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're getting we're getting third party workarounds. We're getting we're getting blogs and, and and Instagram posts. He could have just ended the whole fucking thing had he just cooperated and not done what he did. Yeah. Ah, you know, and yeah. Now the whole thing's a mess. Yeah. To be it to be told, like you know, as far as uh, you know. Ben Affleck, you know, quitting, you know, uh, DC franchise and all that. Honestly, I can't, I can't really blame. I mean, the the, the whole thing is is really, it's mismanaged, it's disorganized, it's it's a mess. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, like like after, uh, like I said, we we all we all saw like you know Bat- Batman v Superman, and then we saw the Batman v Superman, you know, director's cut, which was a, was a whole hell of a lot better because you know they, they actually allowed Zack Snyder to do what he wanted to do and then you had justice league and then you have justice league you know the snyder cut which is which was freaking incredible yes it pretty much proved that you know what warner brothers has their own kevin feige and Zack snyder give Zack snyder the reins fucking swallow your pride and you can make something out of this but yeah, they but won't they won't so let's see he says that he's uh he 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 credits matt damon in this interview, Affleck says, I had a really nadir experience around Justice League for a lot of different reasons. Not blaming anybody, but there's a lot of things that happened. But really, what it was is that I wasn't happy. I didn't like being there. I didn't like, I didn't think it was interesting. And then some really shitty things, awful things happened. But that's when I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And honestly, not giving him his own fucking movie. Not giving him a fucking spotlight, not letting fucking uh, 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 Henry Cavill be Superman, not letting him be Batman. Had a fucking huge role to play in this, I guarantee you. Uh, he says that speaking to, to Damon uh, helped him realize he needed to move on to other projects. He says, I talked to you about it and you were a principal influence in that decision. I want to do the things that would bring me joy. Then we went and did Last Duel, and I had fun every day on this movie. I wasn't the star. I wasn't likable. I was a villain. I wasn't all the things I thought I was supposed to be when I started out, and yet it was a wonderful experience. And it was all the stuff that came along that I wasn't chasing. Yeah. Yeah. He said that fucking filming Justice League made him relapse into drinking? Holy shit. (laughs) Jesus. Good God. 
What day, dude? His Dang. decision to to pull out of the planned Batman solo movie. We also know that that's no, that wasn't him. No, WB pulled the fucking plug on that, not him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Jesus, idiots man, yeah, idiots over there. I swear. And simply, and simply, and simply because no, like you know, we're you know, we're not in charge. It's like who cares? You be making money. <sighs> I mean. When when fucking WB and DC isn't running things, we have things like the Flashpoint movie that actually brought Michael Keaton, uh, Grave Robbers' favorite Batman, out of retirement. Like we're gonna see him on screen again because WB and, and Warner uh, Warner Brothers and DC had very little to do with the fucking editing. Joker was so good because the guys that made it literally told DC and Warner Brothers, "You fuck with this movie, we'll pull the whole fucking thing. We'll eat the goddamn loss." <laughs> yeah not, not even joking like not even joking like like the uh dc and warner brothers even allowed them to fuck with the press by saying that uh joaquin phoenix had a meltdown on set it was all fake it was all staged they just wanted to prove that people fucking eat this shit up yeah but they, they literally told warner brothers and dc fuck with us on this movie we'll pull the whole goddamn thing fuck with us on this movie and you'll get what you deserve yeah <laughs> So, I mean, when when it's fucking obvious when they when they don't have their goddamn hands in it, we get so much better. We get such better content. Like I watched, I watched the Injustice movie today, right? And that one is very heavily edited by DC, and not really touched by WB. So it was a, it was a fun little movie, but there was so much that they, that they just couldn't do. And they they changed a lot, and yeah. of course, because DC and Warner Brothers were wrapped up in it to some extent, it had to be wrapped up with a pretty little bow, which is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking oh, bullshit. Dark blue because... filter? Did it have the DC dark blue filter all over every fucking thing? No, dude. It was just the the idea that it wraps up in a nice little bow, like it mm-hmm. wraps. Up, it's like no, dude. The bad guy wins in injustice. That's why That's the fucking why story called. exists. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's Joker's ultimate victory. That's that, that's that's basically what it is. Yeah. Uh, Batman yeah. fails. There was an injustice. Now, who <laughs> the fuck played the who played the 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 Joker for that? Hold on, because they weren't good. Yeah, the but then movie. again, it, it, it was only a small part, so I guess I could, you know that's that's why I let it slide myself. It was like, eh, you're not really, you know. Uh, I think the the first problem with the Injustice movie was that I think that it was a movie. It should have been like a mini series, truth be told, because you know th- th- there's a lot of uh, content to get through. Like we're talking two games worth, and they're not, and they are not short games. Hey, the story isn't even technically finished. No, although, yeah. although there is a spinoff where uh, the Injustice actually uh, goes into the universe of He Man. I don't know if you guys yeah. heard about that. Did not hear about that. Yeah, no. like. You know, like, and honestly, I'd be all for that. That'd be like, and honestly, yeah, Superman versus He Man. Who's who's really the strongest in the universe? Like, once and for freaking all. <laughs> Good Jesus. Well, with the Yellow Sun, Superman's strength is literally un, un, unmeasurable. Kevin oh, no, Pollock and, was, so was He Man. Apparently, don't forget that it's unlimited. Oh, but powerful man in the universe. Woo. No way, Kevin Pollock. Yeah, huh. Kevin Pollock did did what the Joker. The fuck? From the yeah. usual suspects, yeah, yeah, 
Didn't recognize, didn't recognize the voice. All right, I'll, I'll give him props for that. Sounded he, didn't, he didn't do good. He no. did not do good. But he didn't recognize him, so. Yo, well, with the no, chick because he voice low as Lane, though. Damn. Mm. He has a he has such a distinct uh, speaking pattern when it's yeah, exactly. when he's not yeah. doing it. Like that was, I will admit, that was well enough so that I didn't recognize his voice. But he did not do good as the Joker. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I don't know if maybe because he didn't have the direction or something. Yeah. But maybe maybe he should have gotten what's his name, uh, the guy who played Bender. You know, from uh, no, he's future. Yeah, he's not a good Joker either, dude. Like I I heard him on that one that one series he was in yeah he's uh he's not yeah, he was good. in a death in the family and uh yeah and red hood yeah he's not very good i but just what, hear but, but i just what would hear you, bender right but what would you prefer Kevin Pollock. <laughs> like i'm sorry sorry dude. joe I, maybe next time <laughs> I, like joe dimaggio yeah like I, I think that's his name but like i i just i just hear bender you know, I just hear Bender trying to play the Joker, like he's like his voice box or his voice function fucked up. But like John DiMaggio, John DiMaggio. Okay, I don't know the Red Hood Joker. I kind of liked it though. You know, like when he's over there just knocking the shit out of Robin with the crowbar, and he's like, "Which one hurts more, A or B?" And he's not trying to do that like squeaky Joker voice, you know. I'm just like it's this is a little more evil. I kind of liked it. Well, you especially remember... when he's beating the shit out of Robin with a fucking crowbar. Well, I mean, granted, forehand but... or backhand. I'm like Jesus. There's a <laughs> right. the the uh... levels the levels that they allowed Mark Hamill to play. I guess is uh, you know where the where the range happened because red hood was such a specific story you know what i mean they mm-hmm. they, they they let him have this range but let's not forget like mark hamill went to some really dark places like mask of the phantasm you know what i mean oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh I mean, mark yeah. hamill definitely like the god of joker voice though like yeah and even even the even the 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 black guy that did it like he did really well yeah he did, no, he he did that dark awesome. psycho yeah, he did that mm-hmm. dark psycho thing, but just <laughs> Kevin yeah, Pollock, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Is it another grave? Like, you're right, grave, but the problem is, like, you, 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 you have to crane your neck up. But sometimes he does allow Bender to slip in there. Sometimes, well, and yeah, I, when he's trying to get his little rattliness, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what that dead man is, is phrased. Because yeah, because sometimes, like, he he's good for the most part, but sometimes you like. You do hear a bit of Bender slipping in there, you know, like like in the Death of the Family when uh, when uh, Robin Jason Todd was like you know, having that gunpoint, he and he starts going the Bender man's like you wouldn't be the final standing eyes open <laughs> gun potent psychopath that you are today, you know, it's like it's a little bit too Benderish, man. <laughs> Come even on. Uh, even the scene where he's like, why is he still alive? And like, how about a picture? Let's get one with the kid and then one with the crow, and I'm like, that's just bender it's just bender <laughs> like oh dude but like, like dead man getting getting M- that M- mike mike says uh what, what if, if nick um, cage did it nick cage oh my god it? how would the nick cage joker sound dead man oh my god oh hey patsy oh, 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 oh. let's play a game huh oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm the worst <laughs> nightmare, Batsy. I th- I pulled the ultimate prank, Bats. Oh, I brought <laughs> Superman down to our level. How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the closest that Nick Cage, the very very good, Deadman. That was very good. Yeah, the closest that Nick Cage could be to to, to a proper Joker. <laughs> Dave, Dave, come on, freaking breathe here. He got himself so pumped up. <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. It was, I think he became Nick Nick, uh, Nick Joker for a second. I really think he but, did. Joker Cage over here. Yeah, Joker Cage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, like, I think the closest that Nick Cage could have been if he was in the uh, the Caster Troy mindset from, uh, from Face Off. That's yeah. where I went. That's what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like literally the fucking curses of being a voice actor, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? It's uh, just really fun to have you do the Nick Cage voice, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's his laugh. It's his laugh that kills me because he doesn't have a laugh. He he has a he has like the darkest giggle in mankind. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's infectious. Uh, <laughs> it's infectious. Why can I do that? So oh my god! You know, yo, dead man. Yo, keep yo, keep that voice in mind. I, I'm getting an idea from that. We're Shut talk the about fuck that up! I'm not doing for a Nick Cage anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. For real though, like Nick Cage is actually like he's a weird actor, but he's not bad. What was that movie where he was like a vampire, <sighs> and he fucking recites the alphabet, and it still captures your attention. Once you know. That was Jim Carrey. Once no, that was Jim Carrey. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, you know what I'm talking well, about. He wasn't, a, he wasn't a vampire. He was a goddamn no, lawyer. Something about vamp. Yeah, he was an attorney, and he was like, yeah. "How hard is it to organize? How hard things? can it be? A fucking yeah. B C D E F fucking G." Like, yeah, <laughs> like you're he just, just like, recites the alphabet, and you're like, "Go on." Uh, why, can, <laughs> why? Why can I do that so well? <laughs> Yeah, you give me an idea. I, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna talk about this after the. No, podcast. we're not. I'm not doing. I, I'm not doing Nick Cage. I'm not doing yeah, Nick on. Cage meets Tony Stark. Oh, oh my God! Like what lines? <laughs> I uh, I am Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Like I can yeah. see him playing uh, uh, Zebediah, though. You know. Fucking freaking out of that scientist, you're like Tony Stark built this in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine playing the straight man to that. Just I'm not Tony Stark, right? right. (laughs) Good for him. Like, looking at the stage director, like, I don't, I don't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to laugh right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, the cameraman is like, oh, <laughs> oh god, like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the thing uh, is, you know, you can see it in that scene with a bunch of scrap. <laughs> with a pile of scraps. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, you know what we're talking after the podcast. Yeah, no, we're, we're not. Yeah, we fucking are. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so close to getting stuck in his voice. We're gonna move the fuck on. You just gave oh me an idea. God. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, we're moving on. We're moving. <laughs> Andrew Garfield remembers not being handsome enough for Narnia role. What fucking role did he play in Narnia? Or was he supposed to play something in Narnia? I guess we'll find out. I guess so. Spider-Man fans agree that Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker is an absolute heartthrob. But the actor revealed that not everyone has always been impressed with his looks. Specifically, Garfield says his appearance kept him from getting the role of Caspian in Narnia. Hmm. He wasn't I mean, pretty enough, huh? I guess. That's... When he was a lot younger, he just kind of looked like a dorky white kid. I don't know if... Caspian... No, because Caspian's the older one, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can see I can I could see him maybe playing the younger brother, but not Caspian. Uh I remember I was so desperate I auditioned for Caspian in the Narnia and I thought in the Narnia Chronicles and thought this could be it, this could be it. And that handsome, brilliant actor Ben Barnes ended up getting the role. I think it was down to me and him, and I remember I was obsessed. Well, because Ben Ben was like I think like 12 or 13, and he looked like he was 17. <laughs> you know what genius, I mean? He man. has that. He has that. That Superman jaw structure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't between like dorky looking Andrew Garfield and Ben Barnes. I would have given it to Barnes as well. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true. Sometimes people just have the genes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because he didn't think you're handsome enough," said his agent. Uh, ben Barnes is a very handsome, talented man. So in retrospect, I'm not unhappy with the decision. I think he did a beautiful job, says Garfield, holding no ill will towards him. I mean, like you, you lost yeah. the, you lost the audition, fair and square. Like if you didn't have the look, you didn't have the look. And yeah. then here's the other thing. So yeah, Ben Barnes got to be Caspian, but who the fuck was Spider Man? Who the fuck is Spider Man? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I right. Which one? I think you yeah. can pull a W in that one. I, I, yeah, I, I think I think you can put that one in your fucking pocket. Who's still talking about the goddamn Chronicles of Narnia? Not a lot of fucking people, I'll tell you that much. But right now, there are there is fucking fan letters overloading Sony's servers demanding for a third Andrew Garfield fucking Spider-Man movie. Yep. I don't hear a lot of demand for a fourth fucking Narnia movie. Yeah, so how many books were like there? Like Sunday 10, school. I think? Like, <laughs> there was... Uh, God damn it, I don't remember. Hold on. There was there was there was quite a few. It was a lot. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Like outside of like Sunday schools and Baptist churches, you don't hear much about seven. Narnia. There seven was seven whole. Act normal. <laughs> Be cool. We're cool. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, she missed all the cool. fucking. Uh, cool. She missed all the cool. Nick Cage shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean Andrew Andrew from Our Nothing Podcast, bro. You came out on top on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah. he's got a nicer butt than uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. Okay, Tom Holland's yeah. got like a little bubble butt, yeah. But Andrew Garfield, he's got like that shapely. But anyway, I wouldn't on. fucking know. I never watched that. But no, anyway. shut the f- Everybody has looked at <laughs> Spider Man, dude. Everybody has looked at even fucking way back in the goddamn day. Tobey Maguire still had an ass. Yeah, like we. All I would hope he would have an ass. Like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he mean, had a, he had a spankable ass, dude. Like, 
okay, we all, we yeah, all sure. Okay, yeah, all right. All I'm know. saying is the grave robber appreciates beauty in any form. Yeah, no matter where it comes from, he pulls a tog. Yeah, yeah. fucking, fucking, like DJ DJ's doing that ultra straight Texas thing. I never look at no man's ass. Never. All yeah. I saw was tights and thighs, and I'm. <laughs> I didn't even look below his waist. Even if the camera was centered there, I looked away. <laughs> Come the fuck on, dude. Now you're Don't getting be it. that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> but, dude, fucking Tyler, the creator, but, said it's But said Jesse it's Ventura from Predator, you know, said it. What you about know? him? You know, like, you know, yeah, you know, you know, sexual Tyrannosaurus. That has nothing to do with this, dude. No, Tyler, it doesn't. The creator said it best. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Tyler, the creator, said it best, man. You you're like you're a little too straight. You're so straight, you scare me. I mean, and no. that is sus as fuck. Like, I, trust I, I, me. I, I, look up the whole thing. I will I'll look up the whole thing that Tyler the Creator said. That's all I could say on air. Trust me. <laughs> there's there's such Sussing a thing. Baka. Yeah, there's such a thing <laughs> as too straight, brother. And you just become fucking sus. So uh, <laughs> have fun with that. Wait, wait, shut up. I'm gonna look at this up right now. Go ahead. Spider-Man: No Way Home director to produce a Final Destination reboot. Oh no! Okay, no, dude, I'm already paranoid enough. I don't need more of these. No, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I'm I'm for yeah. it. I'm for it. I already want to shoot fucking truckers hauling fucking. Okay, that's enough of that shit. Secured. Now, what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah, you read the quote, didn't you? That's yeah. Like... Anyway, so oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Spider-Man: No Way Home Final, De- Final Destination reboot. Uh, John uh, Watts will produce a new dis- Final Destination reboot, according to the Hollywood producer uh, reporter. The 40-year-old Spider-Man filmmaker has joined the creative team in the final and the upcoming Final Destination reboot. That's such a difficult like syntax to work with, and will produce the film after also writing its treatment. Wow, what does um, treatment mean? Uh, treatment is your just your overall your overall uh, idea of what you, what you want the film to be. Okay. So, like, if I wrote an Evil Dead treatment, like, it would it would it would be like what you hear in the press releases, like the new Evil Dead reboot that's being produced by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. It's it's a, it's going to be in an apartment building. It's going to be an urban setting. So that's your treatment, like what you want the film to be and how you want okay, it to be, and what okay. points you're going to put into it. So uh, this will be uh, well, the film is destined for an HBO Max release, and HBO has been knocking out of the park lately. So this is a this is a good decision. I'm so tired of all these subscriptions, <clears throat> though, dude. I may as well just get fucking cable again. I know. You might as uh, well. Like I said, yeah, I don't like if it's not on Netflix or Hulu, it can fuck right off. That's that's all. I'm, that's all I'm paying money for because I'm fucking sorry. I'm so sick of all these all these separate companies having their own goddamn subscriptions. Yeah, it costs more than that. cable at this point. Everything's fucking fifteen dollars a month. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it becomes available uh, for a purchase, I'll probably get it through that or watch it through that. But otherwise, no. Nah, fuck your subscription service. I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah. So yeah, if John anything, Watts I'll just wait till it hits Walmart five dollar bin. None of that. Uh, we'll produce it with veterans Craig Perry and Sheila Hannah Taylor. Hmm. Okay. But. Uh, I'm not surprised it's being rebooted. I mean, Final Destination was always one of those franchises you can, yeah, it can pretty much go as, as long as you needed it to go. But the thing is, once it was over, it was over. You didn't really give it that much of a, uh, a second thought beyond the first one. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there there are things that did happen. There are you know like like points you could make and point like places you could go with it. Uh, but most of it, like, it, it just kind of fizzled out because they did a saw. They, they went just a few too many movies too quickly. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, God, what is it? Saw 19 now? What are we on? Final Destination 76? Like, they, they burned themselves out. Right. So, this time, it's for real. This time, it's personal. <laughs> like, <laughs> death is coming to town. <laughs> and he ain't fucking around. To see a right. Grim Reaper yeah. with like a Rambo thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they took Death's bagel. And oh, now Death will they, Yeah, they, they, it's, it's, they literally ran out of fucking ideas, so why not? You know what I mean? Like a dude just takes the last bagel, the Grim Reaper's just watching him leave with it all pissed off. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> the beginning fuck. of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. Gotta kill seven or eight more kids now. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> Death, pulls, Death pulls out its phone. How many toppings are on an everything bagel? <laughs> <laughs> That's how many I'm gonna kill. That's how many of these kids are going down, man. Plus Bye. one for the bagel itself. <laughs> <laughs> Because fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. And the Grim so, Reaper is voiced by Nicolas Cage. Oh, stop. Come I'm on. not doing it. Come Steven Soderbergh discusses how to keep movie theaters alive. I ain't doing it. <laughs> uh, Steven Soderbergh, uh, who DJ likes a lot, uh, has shared his thoughts on the future of movie theaters and how cinema habits could continue to live in the age of streaming. Saying, well, there's still an appeal, uh, but the industry's future lies in convincing young audiences to keep attending as they grow older. Now, ah, like this is difficult for me, right? Because I have seen a couple of movies in the theaters, even during the Panini, and the the experience, no matter what you say, and no matter what anybody tries to argue, is different. Yeah. It is so much more in, in the theaters. Absolutely. So like I feel like I I when I watched Spider-Man in theaters. Yeah. I feel like I would not have got that excited sitting on my couch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cuz like it's like you can like you just feel the energy of everyone around you. That and when you see like dude, you could tell everybody in there was like an actual millennial watching this. <laughs> because when the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, people were like and then when that they fucking did the Toby Maguire, bro, you would have thought there was a Metallica concert going on in that fucking auditorium, dude. <laughs> fucking takes off his mask, it's Toby Maguire. Yeah, fucking women were like, Woo! guys were like, Woo! like we everybody fucking cheered. Yeah, like the energy was incredible. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, dude. Like, even to this day, whenever I remember in the theaters, I saw Revenge of the Sith. In theaters, and to this day, I still get goosebumps when I think about that one moment when Darth Vader's st- first first breath, right? Everybody just roared. I mean, oh, <laughs> dude, you 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 cannot replicate that at home. No, I mean, not you, at can't. All. you can't. No, the the first time you like in Rogue One, I saw Rogue One in theaters. In Rogue One, where you hear that fucking lightsaber go off, bro. Oh. Like right at the end of the movie when they're like, come on, run, 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 run. And then they're just sitting there and then you just hear. Oh, fuck. 
Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it DJ. Is, I got DJ. Yes. I mean, yeah, no, it's true. And when, <laughs> and, and like, and the rebels and dude and the rebels knew they were fucked. So it's like, quick, let's just throw our bodies in front of his lightsaber to slow him down. <laughs> He's not slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> He's plans the safety. I'll tell you, I'm great. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that's, that I had to cut the audio because at least one fucking rebel, that's what it was. One dude in the second hallway, way in the back. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Lock the door! Lock the fucking door! <laughs> the guy next to him. Hop on the escape pod with the droids. <laughs> fuck it. See ya. The guy next to him. That's that's Darth Vader. You, you think a locked door is going to stop him? No. No. Are you fucking <laughs> crying right now, dude? Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? I'm, I'm not crying. You're crying. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm I'm actually not crying. You're crying. Fuck you. You're crying. <laughs> Your tears got in my <laughs> face, bitch. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's just, yeah, dude, like, there is there is nothing like it. There's nothing like that experience, you know? It's like I'm watching a third of the Brady's. <laughs> there, is that better, Mike? Oh, okay. I, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, during an interview with IGM's Jim Vick. Okay. Soderbergh, who was known for, I don't know, for Ocean's Eleven series, amongst other hits, uh, considered how much movie theaters and streaming services can continue to coexist. He identified programming and engaging as two key areas that need careful consideration in order to keep the cinema experience going alive. I still think people want to go out. There's still an appeal to see a movie in this movie theater. Uh, it's still a great destination, and it really depends, I think, on our ability to attract to convince older audiences to come out. And it has nothing to do with windowing, uh, the term for the amount of time between theater and home release. No, not really. No, not really. It doesn't because we know now because of all the streaming services, we know where a movie's gonna go, right? Yeah, like we know Spider Man's going to Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Like we we know that Eternals was gonna end up on Disney Plus. We know that you know the 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 Halloween Kills or whatever. We know that's gonna er end up on Paramount Plus. So that's not really a problem. I think the biggest I think the biggest thing is fucking branding and getting people excited about a movie. Like I don't think well, well, so just, uh, <laughs> watching Dune on the TV would be like driving a speedboat in your bathtub. I happen to disagree on that one, but Dune is also a very long movie. So <laughs> Yeah, I tried watching it and I got four minutes in and I haven't started it back up. Yeah, so I mean, I I think the perfect fucking example of this is Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's the the marketing was perfect. We knew the guys were going to come back. We knew that this was a passing of the torch movie. We just knew fuck all about the plot. We yeah. got a few action scenes. We got the stars of it, you know, but we got nothing else. So the interest was generated there. The online interest through through Twitter, through seeing Bill, well, knowing Bill Murray was going to be Mac, be back, uh, knowing that this was a send off for Egon and for uh, uh, what's his name, 
the guy who plays Egon. Harold, <laughs> I forgot his fucking right? Harold like Ramis. We know it when we don't need to. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking like Harold Ramis, and we we know all of this, but we 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 just didn't know the context and how it was going to come about. You know what I mean? What scripts? What subscription services use the least amount of data? Usually, it's just how you set your 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 streams up. You can set it up to download automatically, and it uses less. But you can also set it to a 720p max resolution, which is like YouTube quality. So now there's just there's just different ways to set it up. For there's even there's even data saving uh, settings on Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's the way I see it. What about you guys? Mm. Uh, yeah, no, like exactly, like you know, marketing. You know, it all comes down to marketing, and uh, yeah, and Ghostbusters Afterlife was, you know, was just you know perfect marketing. Like, let you know, you, I mean, hey, you didn't even see the guys until you actually saw the movie. You just, you just saw that. Did you miss us? And that was it. I mean, of course, there was the you know, we're sorry, we're closed part, but uh, yeah, no, you didn't see the guys. You know, they focused on the new cast. You know, and rightfully so. You know, they are the main characters of this new generation of Ghostbusters, and. They made sure, you know, to keep things intrigued, you know, in the marketing, let you know, like, this is not, like I said, this is also a send off and all that stuff. But, you know, they, they made sure you knew exactly what you, you, what you were getting for. I think what we're going to start seeing now is more, I guess, more selective, uh, uh, like uh, so selective movies going into theaters, like the ones that, you know, that, you know, that can make like, you know, that that big, huge movie theater moment, because if it's just like. You know, chick flick, uh, chick flick number four billion eight hundred forty-seven, where you know, girl falls in love with janitor or something. Yeah, you're not gonna see that. <laughs> you're not gonna see that in theaters, you know. Right, but like Jackass <laughs> Forever, you got a bunch of fifty-year-olds, you know, doing dumb shit. That'll that'll be a theater movie. It is a theater movie. It's yeah. released oh, only in theaters by Paramount, so it'll Mama probably Mia? be able on Paramount Plus in like a month. So, Mamma Mia, then. Mamma Mia. Mm, Mamma Mia. I mean, like, so, well, I mean, Grave Robber, what, what, do you, what do you think, man? I try not to. I know. But you're still part of a podcast, so you have to. Uh, what was the subject? <laughs> Theater release versus home streaming? Or Ghostbusters yeah. <laughs> Afterlife? Movie theater well, gener- yeah. generating an excitement for the movie so that the theater can still happen. Uh, yes, Mike Smith. Really, there are data saving settings. Centro uh, is gaming. Welcome to the show, man. Olivia Wilde as Gozer was fucking amazing. It was beautiful. She looked the part. She played the part, and it was awesome. So, uh, well, a fun fact about that: they actually didn't credit Olivia Wilde, but they credited her voice. Unlike Ghostbusters Two, when they credited the actress. That played Gozer, but not the voice. <laughs> so, uh, what do I think about theater versus streaming? Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, I don't think it has to do anything with the teaser versus. I think really it's just people want to go to the theater. Some people don't want to wear pants. Right. Like, I think we could honestly just keep both and nobody is really going to lose a lot of money on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and down here, it seems like the theater option is almost going away on its own. Because mm. when I went to go see Spider-Man, the lo- there was probably like 180 people in line in the lobby. 
where you buy the snacks because they only had three people running registers. So they couldn't right. have anyone out front to sell the tickets. So you had to buy snacks and tickets all in the same line. It was fucking packed. They were understaffed. Idiots. <sighs> so down here, at least, I think the theater is probably dying. The, and I, and I, I got the biggest thing, like the biggest like detriment to theater is, is cost. Yeah. You, you know, like I, I can spend, you know, $9.99 on Netflix a month and see a whole bunch of cool shit like Extraction or, uh, uh, you know, fucking a series of unfortunate events or whatever, whatever. But going to the fucking movie theater when we, when we went to go see Ghostbusters costed me 50 fucking dollars for a tub of popcorn, two sodas, and the tickets was 50 goddamn dollars. And I think, I think if, theaters want to really compete with at-home services they have to bring the prices back down yeah because we know that that nine and a half dollar tub of popcorn contains about four cents worth of kernels <laughs> like they can't hide that shit from us no <laughs> not anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true you do i mean you can buy that type of popcorn for like a certain amount per ton and yeah. it's the exact same corn, and it's the exact same corn, but you know, feed, but instead of feeding it to animals, you feed it to yourself, pop, pop it yourself. But it's the exact same corn. Yeah, you get the popcorn on Amazon, and it's like a one-pound bag of popping kernels. It's like five bucks, and then for twenty bucks, you can get the actual like grease pan fucking gravity popper. And so for like twenty-five bucks, you've got at least four large tubs worth of popcorn. At least, yeah. and the ability to just make more at five bucks a pop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, move on from that because honestly, we could talk about that shit all day, and I, I still love movie theater popcorn. So shut up. Are they poisoning us uh, through movie popcorn? No. <laughs> It's too delicious to be poison, man. Sorry. It is true. You know, like antifreeze. <laughs> it's too sweet to be toxic. Yeah. Well, it's not how it's supposed to work, it. though. You know, it's not supposed to taste the toxin. It's supposed to take the, taste the sweetness. Oh. Sort of. That so, explains so much about Latin <laughs> women. Yeah. Ronnie Spector. <laughs> okay, I'm Ronis, not going <laughs> to. Ronnie Spector, the Ronettes singer, ultimate girl group icon, has passed away at 78 years old. Uh, she was the uh, Be My Baby and Walking in the Rain vocalist. That sucks. Wow, we can actually read the goddamn... What the fuck is happening? DJ, wow, did you can't... actually subscribe to Rolling Stone finally? N no. What the fuck is going on <laughs> what then? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the writer, like, uh, like maybe they have, have a competent writer for once. Uh, I guess uh, Carmen says they are Carmen. We politely and respectfully disagree. Ronnie Spector, the lead, the leader of the girl group, the Ronettes, and the voice behind Immortal Classics, "Be My Baby," "Walking in the Rain," dies Wednesday, died Wednesday as a result of a battle with cancer. Ronnie lived her life with a twinkle in her eye, a spunky attitude, and a wicked sense of humor. A smile on her face, her family said in a statement. She was filled with love and gratitude. Her joyful sound, playful nature, and magical presence will live on in all who knew her or saw her. 
the Ronettes were a quintessential act of the early 60s group uh, era, mm-hmm. and Spectre's Silk Meets Sandpaper voice hollowed, uh, powered all their songs. I mean, the Ronettes, man, we wouldn't have a lot of music if it wasn't for them. That's true. That's true. Like a lot of a lot of, of chorus driven stuff, Buddy Holly type stuff wouldn't have been so popular without the Ronettes. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's a shame. Like, you know, in my opinion, they were very underrated. Like mm-hmm. because a lot of people forget it, like forget about this group. And heck, I mean, this group was even before like our time. And you know, here we are, like, you know, we remember them, you know, we honor them, but man, it's a shame too. Yeah. Be my be my little baby and she she had a powerful voice too and that was like one of the best things about the ronettes was they were a concert they were concerto fucking personified so like it's just it is a shame that we lose such talent i mean I, i know she was a little bit older in age however you know they they did a lot they did a lot for music and they did a lot for recognition and for the style of music that they did. And through them became popular stuff like the Rolling Stones, became stuff like Amy Winehouse, became stuff like even I'll even say like uh uh fucking what's your name? Um Yes. Bodyguard. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, thank you. I mean, when honestly, he, dude, like for real, like nothing beats a gorgeous woman with a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. Except Chris Brown. Oh. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Or Ike Turner. Oh. <laughs> or Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby Stay Brown. Stay away too. from the whole Brown family. <laughs> what about the car? Yeah. Well, Just to be safe. Uh, I mean, this is. Um, this really does suck because like as as musicians as performers as historians of music that we are we can honestly say that without the ronettes a lot of popular music today wouldn't exist and yes. there is no fucking way that female artists wouldn't have been able to strive for what they are today without them honestly though when you think about it like 78 years old Aretha Franklin died at 76. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I don't know, man. Dead, me and Dead Man have been saying it for the longest time. Comedy and music is literally just dying now. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. music yeah. and comedy is just dying. Yeah. Can't say um, you're going to get like, canceled. Yeah. You know, like back in 2020, Kenny Rogers fucking checks out right at the beginning of the pandemic. That is some no when to fold him shit right there. And then Joe Diffie was like, Hey Kenny, you making that chicken up in heaven? And so he goes uh, and follows him. <laughs> right. I'll tell you, like, yeah, he was, he was pretty much like, okay, I see where this is going. Ugh. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Card dog <laughs> says she disagrees. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's fine. We we are yeah. not here to change anybody's mind. Like, we're we're literally just giving our opinions. And if she that disagrees, is. that is fucking great. That means You're allowed she to has disagree. an opinion. Yeah, which is good. That means that she's her own person. Yeah, it means yeah. that she has mm. thoughts that are contrary and different to ours, and we celebrate that. But to Ronnie diversity Spe- is the spice of life. To Ronnie Specter, we say so long and good night. Thank you 
for so much music and so for so many things that we could now appreciate so good and uh, we'll see we'll see you in the next show this is uh new york times does not want us to read that one so we're just gonna <laughs> there it is <laughs> skip it i guess unless this what the fuck is going on with rolling stone allowing us but the new york mm, something's weird it's happening today uh <laughs> Why is this a story, DJ? Why why are you bringing this up? I don't. Is see that it. Kanye West? I wait, see in the thumbnail. Wait, share your screen. Okay, there it is. Oh my god. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Like, see, I had this story for about a good two weeks about you know you declared it like oh three months. So I was like, Mm-mm, this story is going nowhere. We're gonna discuss this. <laughs> what the so fuck Kanye is West this? associates can't agree on whether he's meeting Vladimir Putin. I um. <laughs> Feel it, dead man. Feel the Kanye. <laughs> oh, good night, Carmen. Thank you for thank you for watching. You know? um, I what the what the fuck? honestly? <laughs> I would read this headline and just scroll past it. Oh, like, uh, what, uh, yes, he's pl- he's plotting the concerts now. You know. You know, right, Russian needs on. some Kanye. Russian needs some some love from the West too, right? What the fuck is this? Even like a good article, or is this just like some random? Oh, I doubt it's good. All good article, but it's in there. So we have. So, so his representatives appear to be at odds whether or not the rapper entrepreneur, legally known as Ye, he actually changed his fucking name to that. <laughs> Ye. Wait, wasn't wow. that that redneck song? Ye 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 <laughs> Ye Ye. <laughs> What a fucking idiot. (laughs) On Tuesday, January 11th, Billboard uh, reported that Wes was plotting a trip to Moscow this year where he wouldn't just host a Sunday service performance and talk business, but potentially meet with President Vladimir Putin. Amir Sudan, a friend and associate of Wes, said he was plotting the trip with lawyer Scott Balber, who works with the uh, Azerbaijani Russian billionaire property developer Aras Agarov and his son, Emin, who was also a popular musician in Russia. What the fuck? Okay, but if why we, would Putin want to meet Kanye West anyway? I don't fucking know. If, if the Aguilar name uh, rings any bells, Emin played a key role in arranging the infamous 2016 Trump Tower meeting, uh, where top members of Donald Trump's presidential campaign uh, met with lawyer Natalie, Natalie uh, Viznakia, uh, allegedly over damaging material about Hillary Clinton. So, did what? I don't... <laughs> <sighs> My mission is complete. Neither Sudan nor Balber immediately returned Rolling Stone's request for a comment. Rob Goldstone, a representative for Amen Agarar. Uh, who served as the conduit between him and Donald Trump Jr. for the Trump Tower meeting, said he could confirm there are talks going on, but declined to comment further. Does this does this fucking idiot still think that he's part of like a political sphere or something? Oh, I have no I don't doubt know, maybe. In his mind, he's I'm over here sure talking he about, oh yeah, vote Donald Trump. But he's never voted on anything in his life. He no. even said that. He he he, he, he did run for president. No, he 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 tried to 
get on a write-in ballot on three different states, four different states, sorry, of which he made it on one. Yeah. Yeah, it he wasn't actually even got a, beat out by D's nuts. Like, literally. Legit. I mean... So, the potential venues that we're considering for a city service performance, which would mark West's first ever in uh, in Russia, ranged from the 7,300-seat Crocus City Hall Theater to the 81,000-cap uh, Luznik Olympic Complex Stadium. Regardless of where it's staged, West already plans to extend an invitation to President Putin. Yeah. So Emin so, says that this is also an effort to gain crossover success in the U.S. You see, okay, now that I can understand. That I can understand. He's trying to use Kanye West to get over here, but I think he fucking attached his name to the wrong psycho. <laughs> so there's a right psycho? Eminem. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and this is just... Uh, so apparently the State Department has slapped a level four do not travel advisory on Russia. Uh, Sudan remained bullish about the trip. And regardless of whether he's the West advisor with the best understanding of the current situation, he did at least offer up an accurate statement of the depiction of West's intentions. This is Yi. Ye. Ye is going to get there regardless. What are they going to say? He's going to be a special guest of the Algarovs. Kanye knows what's going on more than the average human being. He's well aware of things and nothing against the United States or to cause conflict, but ye is ye. He can't be controlled. He can't be controlled. <laughs> See that look, folks? That's the look that Dead Man says. Why does this guy exist? He knows more about what's going on than the average human being. But he sits there and says, I am the biggest rock star in the world. In the world. <laughs> like Metallica did years ago. Oh, yes, but Metallica was invited there and during a non-conflict period. So mm -hmm. like it was it was a very much a different time. Plus Gorbachev was barely going out of office before Putin was stepping in and was looking to mend relationships with the West. So that's why Metallica was actually able to play in Russia. Look, legally speaking, yeah, okay, you can get in. You can even exit the United States illegally, even if there is a fucking travel ban. You can lie about your intentions of where you're going, but good fucking luck getting back in. Yeah. Good yeah, fucking like you can luck take a plane ride to like Italy and then drive to Russia. <laughs> he could go to he could go to so many places he could go to yemen ukraine he could go to uh, uh east germany you know uh poland he can go to fucking austria he can go to all these places and literally drive a couple hours get into russia but that's not the goddamn issue the goddamn issue is getting back yeah because, no. mm -hmm. you know what fucking send him let him go never let him back well, and no, and the, the reason this is such a big fucking risk is because also political optics. Let's not forget that if fucking, if Putin says, well, you know what, my rapper now, 
there is not a goddamn thing the United States can do. Is there anything there is we, would, we would want to do? Well, look, 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 look yeah, remember. Kanye well, like, is to music as Bungie is to Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah no, no. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, Graves, like, like personally, no. But politically, there's some yes. things that has to be done. Some things, like, because, like, if they don't want to do it, they know they have to do it. Saving face is a huge part of politics. It's perhaps it's arguably the most important part. Face, you know, like representation. And despite how crazy Kanye is and about everything else, he is more or less a household name. He is an American icon, a twisted American icon, but he is an icon. Everyone pretty much knows who he is. Everyone knows his music. Everyone knows his antics. And Ru- and Russia. Yeah. Even though they're calm, they will still not hesitate to, to stick it to stick it to the U.S. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, look at look at them still ha- hanging on to Snowden. <sighs> like, <laughs> yeah, like like fucking the, the, like the United States is like, we'll pay you whatever you want, just hand him over. And Russia's literally like, no, my spy, <laughs> you don't get spy. Don't matter how much you offer, my spy. He's he's a citizen of the United States. He was citizen of United States. Now he's Russian property. Have fun with that. Finders like, keepers. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> I found him in our country. <laughs> like that's fucking, a political argument. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like like so they're they're literally doing this. And if fucking Kanye goes over there and. Something pops off in the, in the interim. This fucking idiot has no way back, and because he's such a privileged prick, he's gonna think he can. He's gonna think that he can fucking defy international law just because he's ye. Fuck you, dude. Honestly, you end up in some goddamn gulag in the middle of fucking freezing Russia. I don't care. I don't give a fuck, bro. You're the next episode of fucking Stranger Things. I no longer care. Fuck it, and like just the just the idea that this isn't just creating a problem because oh it's fucking Kanye Kanye's gonna be caught no dude this is this causes problems on a much grander scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rodman North Korea again Rodman was invited. Uh, That's a whole different subject. Kanye West is talking about going there against visa against international travel against laws. So it's it's not the same. It, uh, this this idiot is going to go break international law, and and try to defy doing all this bullshit because he's ye. Fuck you, get fucked. If you get captured and raped a billion times, I couldn't care less. Like yeah yeah like because yeah Kanye he Kanye is literally a legend in his own mind. At yeah. this point, he literally thinks he can do everything. And because, like I said, he is, quote unquote, an American icon and he has some political, some political clout. Not much, but even if it's just a little bit internationally, you know, it, it's something. And so, yeah, yeah it, it's one of those things like he's going to screw over quite a uh, quite a bit. It's it's it, it, a lot it, of laws and all because he's ye. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? What the fuck kind of <laughs> stupid bullshit is that? If anybody, if anybody said that in front of me, I don't give a fuck the caliber of person they are. 
I don't give a fuck how big they are. That could have been Brock fucking Lesnar that said some stupid bullshit like that in front of me. Like, I, I would have decked them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck what happens. It's, you, fucking Kanye West security beats the shit out of me and throws me out. I don't care. Fucking Secret Service beats the shit out of me and throws me out. I don't care. Brock Lesnar beats the shit out of me. I don't give a fuck. Somebody says something that goddamn stupid in front of me. They're eating a fist. Like there is there is a fucking limit to the goddamn stupidity that I can digest in one fucking sitting. And if I'm if I'm sitting here trying to advise someone, I'm gonna break international law because I'm fucking so and so. Say that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving you a chance to correct yourself. What did you just say? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking go over there because I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I know. I know. Tase me. I don't care. <laughs> Maximum settings. <laughs> you hit me with all fifty thousand volts, bro. I'm. Well, have I chipped my tooth on the marble? I chipped my tooth on the fucking marble. That had to happen. It's fucking worth it. <laughs> I like that. That <laughs> had to happen. <laughs> Dude, it, like. Oh, I got stuff for that post show just for that, you know. <laughs> that could have been Nick Cage, dude, and he would have gotten the same goddamn treatment. Uh, would have knocked Nick Cage's fucking front teeth out. <laughs> what if it was a dish, you know? Like, some of you order at a restaurant, like part of the menu. Have some ye. That sounds like a really bad, like, like, like would-be craft beer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it tastes like shit, but they charge so much for it because it's a name. Like, hey guys, you want to go to the bar and drink some ye? The oh, fuck is ye? Then they give you a bottle and you're just like, oh. All right, dead man. Here's a scenario for you. Oh Christ! How much <laughs> is that? Four seventy five a bottle. Why? Because <laughs> it's here's ye. a scenario for you. Huh? I'm gonna break international travel laws because. I'm Sigourney Weaver. She's getting it. <laughs> All right, equality. As long as there's that, and, and, dude. There is no, <laughs> there is no name that is sacred when it comes to stupidity that grand. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's not, not like in a, an emergency or maybe oh, like my uncle's in Russia and he's dying. Like I always wanted to meet him or whatever. Like my his, last wish to see in Russia. Nope, it's just because he can. No other reason because he can. It's not even that he can't. He's literally being told, you fucking can't. And he's like, well, my privilege outweighs your laws. Because I'm ye. Punched (laughs) in the face. Punched (laughs) in the goddamn face. Face fisted fucking death clock, bro. I can't. I can't digest that much goddamn stupid in one fucking sitting. It causes violence. I'm sorry. All right, what's the next story then? Before something like <laughs> that is up. that is fucking it, dude. <sighs> you know what's really funny is at the beginning of the show you said we're not going to do another three-hour show this time. I know, and look at us here we are. Anyways, fucking hell, like that just. 
Italy brain freeze without eating ice cream. DJ, tell them about the goddamn Patreon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please come and join our Patreon. Please support us. We def- desperately need the money for, for, for dead men's brain medication. <laughs> yeah. We're at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. You can help support us directly with your hard-earned money and give it to us. For we surely needed it because, good Lord, dead men, are you, are, are you with us? Are you still with us here? I'm considering hurting things. Just hurry oh, oh, up. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So, forward slash VT Network. You just yeah. support us directly. But you will not get this for something for nothing. For just $1 per month, you'll be at the first blood tier. That's the number one tier, the lowest tier, to which you'll have you'll be you'll have access to the Marine Min, M- Mental Minute. Boy, that's a weird thing to say. From uh, Grave Robber, that will school you on M- Marine Mental stuff for one minute. You also have access to a minute with DJ where I will school you on DJ. As well as uh as well as uh you you could be have a producer credit in on every episode. So you want to put down your resume or say something you're hey, oh yeah, produce produce a podcast for just one dollar per month. You can do that legally. Well, that's not enough to float your boat. You want some more? Because we always know you want more. For the $3 per month, you'll be at the UAV tier, to which you'll have access to the previous perks, as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, to which we'll awesome. I hope you'll see this one that coming Wednesday, because I have a very special Kanye uh, video we're going to watch during this one to help, <laughs> to help dead men along. But of, course that's, <laughs> but of course, that's not enough. You want to be, a, be, a, a, be a maximum G, or should I say a maximum Y? You'll be at the, for just follow up, you'll be at the airstrike tier, to which you'll have the previous perks, as well as the monthly movie roast. You will also have your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You'll be You'll get stickers each month and you'll be part of a giveaway every three months. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's just even if it's just one dollar, that's one dollar greatly appreciated because we desperately need it and uh and we we appreciate every uh, any and all support you could possibly give us. That's patreon.com forward slash VT network. That's patreon.com forward slash VT network. Thank you, DJ. Uh yes, Mike Smith, you are a producer, man. Uh my god. If you want to get a hold of us or you want to look at what we're up to and what we're talking about, um, go ahead and check out all of our social medias, which is VT Network number two on that is Instagram, that is Facebook, that is Twitter. And uh, we're working on the website, but, you know, we're all a little bit burdened right now. So (laughs) getting a website together is a little bit more difficult than usual. However, if you you really do want to get a hold of us, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com is your best bet. We do have, we are literally putting out content seven days a week. So uh, <laughs> you are going to have content always. Uh, we did do the giveaway winner, and that was Sherry Finks, part of our Patreon. She won. Uh, she's getting not only a Lego Tie Fighters. I can't point at it. Why can't I point at it? That there it is. <laughs> uh, she's getting a Lego Tie Fighter set and a little bit of a care package from Grave Robber. So uh, uh, yeah, our next giveaway will be in April, and uh, you want to be a part of the five dollar tier for that. But yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, you want to check it out. You want to check out all the weird stuff that we post and talk about. You want to get on. You want to get on on votes about what we talk about on Fridays because unfortunately we missed a Friday because I had some very important shit come up at the very last minute. We had to skip the show, uh, but we will make, we will make it up to you Friday uh, this coming Friday with an extra long show. So uh, yeah, 
<laughs> and we're going to be talking about the history of video games. So tune part in for one that. and two, part one and two. Uh, so tune in for that. But with all that said, though, um, why am I why am I not pushing the button? I should be pushing the button. Uh, hold on, just a moment. Great, Robert. Do me a favor. Tell them about the shop. VTNetwork.redbubble.com. We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, fun stuff. Go in there and browse. We got different logos, different, you know, iconic VT network uh, visual stimuli. Uh, so if you wanted to, like, rep it on, like, a desk mat at work, you know, if you work at an office, get the fucking VT network logo all there up on your desk. You can also, for your desk, you can get, like, a little acrylic cube, which is good for, like, fucking throwing at that annoying-ass coworker. Get the VT <laughs> network mouse pad. And you can also get the VT network hat, so that way you can wear your hat while you're working in the office. And the security cameras can't tell if you're asleep or just very, very still while you're reading your stuff on your computer because they can't see your fucking eyes. And then, you know, on casual Fridays, you can get yourself the VT Network, like, pajama shirt that goes down to, like, your knees and shit. You can wear that and bring in your VT Network blanket uh, because they never said how casual casual Fridays, you know. <laughs> and your VT Network throw pillow. And then you can also drink, you know, your hot cocoa out of your VT Network mug while you check on the Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook's. Um, on your phone that has the VT Network case on it. And then if they ever try to question you, you can reach into your VT Network duffel bag full of firearms and then just tell them to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. also, if you purchase something from the Red Bubble Shop of $7 or more, uh, send us a copy uh, or screenshot of your receipt to the VT Network email and um, also attach a link to a video that you think is disgusting enough to make dead man vomit on camera. Yeah, Good I times. forget about that. <laughs> I don't forget. I don't. I'm thinking about buying a t-shirt just so I can send you a video. You. No, don't. No. It involves eggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, with all that said and done, I want to thank Paul Schwer and the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. I also want to thank everybody who's watched and tuned in today. I also want to thank our producers, Lofus, the Grave Robber, that, that asshole, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Carol, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Gibby, Crocoduck Scoop, Mike fucking Smith, and Donnie Hengel. So thank you guys so much for being producers of this show. Where all we want to do is grow. We don't mind, we don't mind being small, but we want to be bigger. So if you want to help us out, tell people about us, help us with the downloads, set your phones to automatically download our episodes. It helps us a lot with numbers and it helps us actually get sponsors too. So with all that said and done, though, uh, thank you, everybody. And uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here and go to the post show because, damn it, we did another three-hour episode. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. We're going to get out of here, though. So D say good night, DJ. Good night, Carmen.